This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 294, Talking Heroclix. Welcome to Comic Shenanigans. This is episode 294. It's our newest Talking Heroclix episode. I'm your host, Adam Chapman, and from time to time, we like to talk about our favorite uh, game of plastic crack with superheroes, none other than the uh, aforementioned uh, superhero chess that played by Scott Porter, for those uh, people who know both about Heroclix and about whose line is it anyway. Uh, we're talking about that great game, Heroclix. Uh, so the newest uh, kind of summer OP set has been the Age of Ultron. Now, it's been a while since we've actually talked about Heroclix on the show, um, so we thought it was about time to kind of get back to it and uh, talk about uh, this current set. Now, last time we had an episode, we talked about the uh, Avengers Assemble full set. Uh, that was a few months ago. I believe it was back in May. So this summer, uh, everyone's kind of talking about the Age, um, Age of Ultron set. So we thought, let's break it down. Let's go through it. So our last episode about Heroclix was episode 268, um, which is, as I said, our Avengers Assemble episode. So today, we welcome back to the show uh, AJ Reese, as well as Nathan Strzok, uh, kind of an interesting layout for this episode. Uh, the first half of the show, uh, I think it's around an hour or just under, uh, we look at the, the brick one, so basically the odds of the uh, of the Age of Ultron set, so basically everything that you could have bought and played in the first two months of the Age of Ultron uh, event, as well as the first two uh, prizes. So we talk about that, and then we uh, that's with AJ Reese, who's making his first appearance on the show since December the 20th. That episode was uh, episode 228, so it's been almost 70 episodes, so he's finally back on the show. And then after that, uh, we uh, talked for about an hour or so with uh, Nathan Strzok, also a longtime friend of the show, previous co-host. Uh, he's making his first appearance since episode 268, so it's almost been 30 episodes. He was on that May 10th episode about Avengers Assemble, uh, so he comes back and we talk about uh, the last half of the set, so basically everything from Brick 2. What's interesting about this is that uh, with the AJ conversation, we're able to talk about Heroclix that he'd actually had a chance to play. Usually when we do these episodes, it's right when the sets come out where we haven't had a chance to play test stuff yet. So instead he actually has an interesting perspective because he's actually played on the, the first two months of the Age of Ultron set. And then on the second half with Nathan Strzok, he also got a chance to play in one event uh, for the Month 3 event with uh, Age of Ultron Wave 2. So it gives a little bit more uh, of an insight into how these characters actually play because often when we talk about these dials it's kind of done in a vacuum without having actually played them yet just by the nature of how we've done these episodes in the past so this is nice to actually have a chance to put more context uh, with the discussion of the dials uh, it's interesting myself don't think I've had a chance to play any of them I was able to get a CYR off a friend uh, someone who played way too many events uh, but otherwise I didn't really have a chance to play a lot of these characters yet uh, life gets in the way and all that, but so it was nice to actually find out how some of these characters really did in real-world situations. So without further ado, we're going to jump into the first half of the episode as we talk with AJ Reese about Age of Ultron Brick 1. But first, reminder that if you'd like to email us at Comic Shenanigans, you can do so at ComicShenanigans at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also post in our HG Realms threads as well, as well as you can also listen to us on Stitcher. So thanks for uh, continuing to support the show. You can also support the show financially uh, with some uh, additional support to uh, help cover the cost of running the podcast. You can find details on the description of the episode. Uh, there's a link that, we, uh, that we've put out, so you can follow the link and then you can support the show. So thanks again for uh, listening and supporting Comic Shenanigans, and let's jump right into our new Talking Heroclix episode with A.J. Reese. 
AJ, welcome back, and let's talk some Heroclix. Let's do it, Adam. Good to be here, buddy. So the last time, man, it's been a long time since I've talked to Heroclix on the podcast. It's been almost three months. So uh, talked on the podcast. So pardon me. Longer. <laughs> Would you say? It's been a long time since I've talked on the podcast. Period. So. Oh, that's true. I, well, I guess yeah. You've been. It's been a longer that you, than you have been on the show than I've talked about Heroclix. So I guess that's fair. So we're reuniting two things that haven't been on the show in a long time together. Sounds fun. You and Heroclix. All right. So <laughs> um, before we even talk about the, th- it feels like we're kind of going into the past, but I'm sure most people are done thinking about Age of Ultron Wave One. But um, I think that's a good time to kind of do a bit of a post-game wrap-up on the pieces that you really enjoyed or really didn't like seeing during your experiences in the sealed tournaments. It does always bring a different little flavor to it. You can look at them as previews and go, I think this will play well, or I think this will be bad. But then you get into an event and you're like, holy crap, this does so much more than I thought it did. So yeah, post, post-review is good, I think. So uh, let's start off with Hank Pym, number one in Age of Ultron. My uh, my month two, I pulled and played. We had a 400-point draft event, and I got uh, Hank Pym, this number one Hank Pym, uh, Yellow Jacket, Monica Chang, and a Black Panther. And that was that was my 400 points coming in right there. Um, and little Hank Pym did fantastic work for me um, with that uh, outwit and prob and the pulse wave top dial and jumping around with the sidestep and locking down Ultrons. He would just, almost everybody I played, played an Ultron. He would go up and base them, outwit somebody else, prop my attacks, and was just going lights out. I love this little guy at 100. I don't know that I love him as much outside of Sealed, Mm. but man, he did work for me in Sealed. Do you think he works better at a 50 or 100 point character? (sighs) I'm tempted to say better at 100 because you get the pulse wave. And I don't think at 50, he starts with the outwit, not the outwit prob. At 100, he gets both. And so I think he's better at 100. But I don't think I. I think there are other hundred point pieces I would play outside of sealed. I think he's a great morph uh, option if you know you can bring him in at that hundred point level if you need him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's good if you end up facing an Ultron team. You know you can just drop in him for the Ultron's father trait. And I think he does really good then um, as a switch in. But I don't know that he's ever a piece I would start a game with. Okay, interesting. Uh, and then another version of Hank Pym and Ant Man. What's your thoughts on Ant-Man? Uh, I like him a lot. <laughs> I think he's surprising. I think he does more than maybe Ant-Man should. He's a little top-heavy in that I think his top click is probably his best, but it's I just really enjoy it as a top click, and I think he's hard to hit. I think at 50 points as a uh, Ant-Man call-in, he's fantastic, because you call him in, you can use his... Uh little charge sidestep stealth give him a free action giant tiny i mean he's he's lights out you got his perplex he's he's amazing to me at 50 points he is a clear winner in my book uh, as opposed to hank pym where the 50 points just way outshines the 100 points hmm interesting no that that's a good point i mean yeah I, i guess he does most of the same stuff but then he has the precision strike instead on the 50 right so he's well. Although at the hundred he has uh, explosiveness as well. So I mean, just different ways of looking at it. To me, at a hundred points, he's got to be getting in and doing some damage. At fifty points, he's support. He's tiny. You can carry. He changes your size and shape. He's still stealth. He can be a little stealth blocker for you. I mean, to me at fifty, he's golden. I'm not looking for him to make a whole lot of attacks, but if necessary, I perplex his attack to a ten precision strike for one. So at least he's pinging away at only fifty points. True. I guess that's a good point. I think he's well. I think he's one of the best commons there is. But 
I do like that he can just ignore people and run around. Yep, yep. Like, no one's stopping this guy. Yeah, you didn't see a lot of, uh, if they weren't flight, you don't have a lot of improved movement in this set, so that's that's definitely a plus for a common pool. Uh, then we got Wasp. Never played this Wasp, never pulled this Wasp. Really? So no one no one cared, no one used her? Uh, well, I... I didn't. I didn't play her. It's not that I didn't play against her. I just never pulled her or played her myself. So uh, she looks fun for seventy points. I'm not too keen on the three nine attack values on the back end, but no. But to be fair, I feel like she's probably gonna die in one turn anyway. Yeah, she usually did when I played against her. So, but no. Whenever you played against her, did did the people you know actually get a chance to pull off the double in cap? Not again. No, not that I ever saw. So her one usefulness never happened? Never really happened. Well, five range. you got to get in close. And if you get in close, somebody's just going to come smack you. So Yeah, but then she also has that shape change. Did that, that ever work against you? Um, I don't recall. Um, it, I mean, it is a good power. So basically, this character failed every time. It, it didn't... It never stopped me. I'll put it that way. Well, that's kind of sad. Yeah. Now, the inverse, coming up number seven here, the Yellow Jacket. I played Yellow Jacket month two as well, and she was lights out for me. She was fantastic. The uh, the fact that she has the Stolen Pimp Article Tech trait, where at the beginning of your turn, choose a standard damage symbol or tiny damage symbol. Yellow Jacket possesses the chosen uh, symbol until you choose again. And that's the, that's the greatness right there, is until you choose again. So you don't have to worry about a free action every turn. You just pick and go. And she is that until you pick again. Hmm. Uh, she was she was doing fantastic as a shape changing wild card, and just to uh, jump a little bit here, we'll we'll skip over Alexis and come back to Alexis. But Yellow Jacket and Monica Chang were my duo in month two, and man, they were they were a lights out combo. With uh, Yellow Jacket being able to carry around Monica Chang, then Yellow Jacket would use her wild card to copy Monica Chang's shield team ability. Um, then I would let Yellow Jacket, if you know, if uh, there were no tokens or anything, I would give her the power action to actually do the shield team ability for Monica Chang. Monica Chang's shooting out on most of the robots or armors for minus two to their defense values. Yellow Jacket would perplex uh, <laughs> Monica Chang's damage, and then Yellow Jacket would also use the, use the shield team ability to give her an extra plus one damage. Um, and so I think Monica Chang ended up blasting for four penetrating damage on Ultrons and robots, uh, Three or, she did. I think she did about 16 damage for me over the course of my three matches. Holy as crap! A 65 point piece. Monica Chang blew it away and won. Her and Yellow Jacket won month two for me. Wow! So don't don't underestimate the comments because they were they were going off. You know, I, I I guess yeah. They you can see that they've really put a lot more work into making every piece good. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you've seen the push towards the 60 65 point pieces between this set and the previews from Nick Fury. So I really think they're trying to bump up the the little man game a little bit, not make it so much tent holy, so many tent pole figures and you know one or two man armies. So I think it's a good push. I agree, but it's just weird that we have you know kind of these these nobody characters like Monica Chang or Alexis are suddenly you know these great characters. Like, it's just give me give me a great somebody who I actually like. We'll, we'll get to him. That's Captain America at twenty. But anyway. Um, what do you think about Alexis here at number nine? Um, not a lot to not like. I mean, the range is a little minimal, but who cares? I mean, it's a character that get, kind of gets in there, isn't super easy to take out. Um, 
If you knock it into the defend clicks, it's even better for the character. Uh, always doing a good amount of damage. Uh, three clicks of prob, like extremely useful. I completely agree. Man, she was, uh, her and Hercules were my month one team. Hercules at four points and her at 65. And she would just phasing teleport Herc in. We sat behind a wall. He, she had the prob for him and just went to town. I think she did get hit one time for exactly three damage. Landed on her 18 defend and actually pulled Hercules' defense back up after he got hit to an 18. Plus that extra perplex right there on click four. Man, yeah, she's she is fantastic at 65 points. I completely agree. Uh, I don't even remember who she is, though. <laughs> I, I'm guessing she's from the Avengers AI series, but... I'm, it's interesting that there's such a big push for characters from a series that, like, five people read. I t- really, really think they just went, oh, we want to do robots. Find every Avengers robot in Avengers AI. They were like, well, there's five or six. Just put them all in there. But we didn't get a Doombot. I was, was so going to say, where's the Doombot? <laughs> No love for Doom, I guess. Even Doombots are too close to Fantastic Four to be made these days. I was going to say. Sad. It's interesting because, again, this is a set where the original storyline was big on Wolverine and uh, Invisible Woman, and yet they're nowhere. Where to be found. So I'm wondering when eventually they do a Secret Wars set, there's going to be no Doom, no Mr. Fantastic. You know, yeah, yeah, none of the prime players. No, no, none of the main characters in the book, because they're they're all verboten. We're not allowed to see them. We'll get a great Mr. Sinister. No, we won't get him either. Never mind, we won't even get them or any of the... I was going to say. Uh, Anyway. It's so sad that we're only ever going to get Avengers from now on. Yeah. That's got to change at some point in time, but we'll... We can talk about that later. Let's try. we got a lot of figures to go through if we want to do them all. Let's keep going. Uh, Victor Mancha. Uh, I've heard people have great success with him. I I saw a bunch of nines and eights on his attack values and sixteens as his defenses and said, "Nah, I'm I'm, I'm good." Um, I only pulled him once and I, I didn't play him that day. I had other options, so I, I can't speak to him a whole lot. But his top click doesn't make me that excited for a hundred point character, and I feel like on clicks two and three he's good. But what are the chances you're going to get to use that? Right. Right. Probably pretty low. You're probably going to get knocked past, you know, right past it, and then he's kind of still useful. But you've paid a hundred points. You want a little bit more than still useful. Yeah, I mean, he's got seven clicks for a hundred points, so that's really good. But those back two clicks are useless. Kind of sitting duck clicks. Yeah, you're just waiting to be popped. And let's get real. If he's on click four or five with those sixteen defenses and energy shield deflection and toughness, somebody's just going to come up and kill him. The odds are, if they have any idea about his dial, they're just going to blow right past those regen clicks and you know ko him so well even if even if he's on like the top regen click and rolls his maximum yes then he gets into that kind of prime click but how easy is he just to bump off it anyway yeah and if if i see him sitting on a nine attack value precision strike two damage 16 defense i'm probably just going to let him sit there and go focus on somebody else yeah Um, and i mean and again he's a third of your team yeah yeah so i mean yeah i just don't think he was I'm surprised they keep trying to make him work. <laughs> On the flip side of that, I'm glad to see a runaways keyword. That's always fun to see pop up. Doesn't have a lot of modern age friends, but still cool. Yeah, well, because no one really cares anymore. Hey, at least they didn't give him initiative like everybody, every other youthful team. <laughs> to be for a while. No, that's true. Uh, then we got an Ultron drone. Um, Pretty good for 50 points. For 50 points, he's okay. Yeah. Um, like, what do you expect for 50? Although not indomitable, which I understand, I guess it's because of the point cost. They want to keep it low, but it's a robot. 
Well, and he, he does technically get indomitable with his trait basic programming because when he has no action tokens, its actions don't count against your action total. So that's one thing. And that's if he begins or ends his non-action, uh, a non-free action adjacent to a friendly character whose name is Ultron, it can use willpower. So as long as they're running in swarms, he does have willpower of sorts. I guess that's true. Yeah. And that willpower can't be outwitted. So it's almost a little bit better in that sense as long as you have multiples on the table. True. Now we, I guess, do we do we leave for the uncommons now? I, I guess so. Yeah, we'll zip through. Um, I love the Iron Man. <laughs> Tell me why. Um, I love him first of all because your your opponent doesn't realize he doesn't have range, uh, so you can kind of use that against them. Because <laughs> that actually worked for me in a game. Um, I was playing not a sealed event, but just a, a different event, um, and uh, my opponent. Did, had no idea that Iron Man had zero range, and so he was really positioning his characters more cl- carefully because he thought I could just ping him. And then I was, like, charging in, and he's like, oh, wait, you have no range? And I'm like, nope. Nope. Um, <laughs> I also think his trait is fantastic. I think his trait's good. I don't know that I would call his trait fantastic. Well, I guess if you're running, like, you know, three or four characters in your team, or even two to three... And you can kind of stay back at first until Iron Man's actually ready to make his move. And if yeah. they can't make a ranged combat attack against him first, um, it kind of messes up their ability to hit anyone else. Now, I was playing um, uh, a multiplayer game, and this was even better because I was playing with like four, three other people. I'm in the corner of a map. They can't come anywhere near my guy. It's screwing up everyone's attacks. Sure, sure. So I, I just I like him because, again, he's very kind of authentic. Uh, because he has no range, he's a scrappy Iron Man, he feels different, and I guess maybe that's what I like about him, is that it's he's not your traditional Iron Man figure. All Iron Man figures are more or less the same these days, and this one is very different, and I, I like variety. Yeah, and he, for for the 112th Iron Man, at least he did get a different dial. Now granted, it's kind of a charged super strength, you know, generic dial as far as that top click goes, but it's a good top click. I mean, it is three damage with a super strength, you can hit for five. So... It's it's. I give it props for being something different at least. I don't know that it's something different that I lean to playing all the time, but it's still fun. Yeah. Yeah, and like, how often do you get to see an Iron Man with poison, or even blades for that matter? Yeah, I'm not sure. Except on that last click, those last two willpower clicks, how often I'd use that uh, damage power. The if Iron Man has any action tokens, friendly characters within two squares can use. Oh, any action tokens. I, re- I misread that. I thought that was if he has two action tokens. So okay, well maybe you would use that because his defense values go down, but he gets. Uh, energy shield from distance, so that's not too bad. It's weird, because it's, it's just friendly characters, right? Right. So, like, he's helping his buddies. Well, he's helping his buddies and himself, so that's, you know, that's okay. Yeah, so I, yeah, I, I like him. He's weird and funky, and I want to use him more. Now, the Hulk is also weird and funky, but he's so unpredictable that it's hard to really use him. The Hulk screwed me so much in my... Well, he didn't screw me so much. I just had to laugh and, you know, throw my dice down in defeat. Um, month two, playing the same team, like Yellow Jacket, Monica Chang, Black Panther, and Hank Pym are 390 points. Well, month two, we got to play the Incredible Hulk card for, you know, getting it there in month month two, and I pulled, uh, drafted a Hulk. So I said, hey, fantastic. I'll put the card on, play Hulk. And my buddy pointed out that since... Uh, you have to call in the card first thing that that's the beginning of your turn or whatever at least that's how they explained it to me I'm not if somebody can tell me different that would be great but the way we ruled it was if you call him in with the card you have to your first action has to be the call in 
And so that's the beginning of your turn, so you have to roll his d6. And sure enough, I called him in, had an object right next to uh, my uh, Hank Pym, ready for Hulk to charge off and deal somebody some six damage, and I rolled a two. And he was Banner, and he was pretty much useless. And I went, well, great. What a waste of a turn. Wait, you could have used the Edward and Perplex. (laughs) Well, yeah, but that was the only thing. Was like I used, I had Hank Pym free and available, but he was only going to do two, two damage. So oh. I said, okay, let me call in, and that was the only like non-tokened character I had that turn. So I just called in Hulk, and then did nothing, and then perplexed and cleared. So that's so sad. Not, not great memories of Hulk so far, but we'll give him another go for eighty points. See, you can't have you you can't start your battles right when the sun comes up. That's very true. Because <laughs> then Hulk goes away. Hulk always goes away, um, but I think for eighty points you get a whole lot here with the super strength. You, five you could, yeah, you, you could get a lot. That's a true. That's a true statement. You could also end up with nothing. But there again, you get the fun trait there of if the first close combat attack's not made against him, there goes your attack and damage again by minus one, which I do enjoy. Yeah, I don't know why they got those powers and what they're supposed to be, but I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like what? I don't. I, I, I don't even understand the reasoning. Like what's oh. interesting to me, just peeking around a little bit, is why Iron Man and Hulk get those, but Thor and Captain America from Wave Two don't get anything really related to those. Uh, it's just interesting they put them both in Wave One. But yeah, very strange. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Black Knight. Any experience with this guy? Zero. Absolutely zero. <laughs> Nothing at all. I remember him from Chaos War the last time I didn't play him. <laughs> what What do you have against uh, Dane Whitman? I, I have personally nothing. I just don't have anything for him either. I, uh, I know nothing about the Knight. I know nothing about Knights of Wondergore, really. Uh, he just, he, he's got great keywords. He's got a keywords, you know, a page long. But uh, I don't... did do a lot for me when I saw him and pulled him. He does have Blades, Claws, and Steel Energy as a trait. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I'll give him that. That's great. Yeah. Although if he willpower once he KOs somebody, so that's fun. Exactly. Like I think he has a lot of potential. I think um, he's easy to be overlooked because the blades clause isn't on his dial. Because when you first look at him, you're kind of like, mm, okay, 115 points for this. Can you, if you get hit one time and get hit to those middle clicks, and you're a nine uh, click three or four where you've got a ten attack, can you theoretically on his fourth click? Can you blades, flurry, precision strike, steel energy? Are those all stackable? Uh, I want to say yes. I know you can blades, flurry, and anytime you make an attack, precision strike stacks. So I know you can blades, flurry, precision strike. Yes. And then I'm pretty sure anytime it's a close combat attack, you can use steel energy. Yes. So theoretically, right on that click, you could blades, flurry, precision strike, steel energy. If you hit the first attack, you would go up to click three. Yes. Lose the precision strike, but you can still blades flurry steel energy a second time. Correct. Wow. Okay. Well, that's that's a cool click. If somebody pulls that off, then he's well worth his hundred and fifteen. But uh, that, yeah, no, absolutely. That'd be that'd be crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's that's some lights out cool stuff right there. But. So I mean, and that kind of sh- like it gives him more life to him, right? Because as we've said, some of these characters, once you knock them into the middle, they're kind of useless. He has a lot of usefulness right there. You, you look at the two damage on click four, five, six, and seven, and you're like, uh, it's kind of kind of lame. But then, yeah, like you said, realizing he's got blades and steel energy stacked in there, kind of hidden off his dial, 
yeah, I mean, he, he, he's got great potential. I just, uh, I just didn't play him when I pulled him on my two seals, so. Well, I won't hold it against you. <laughs> Appreciate uh, it. Uh, then we got She-Hulk. Another attempt at her. Fantastic. Man, I love She-Hulk. Now, what, what is so good about her? What is, what is not good about her? Other well, than, uh, well, here's the question. Would you use her at 130 or just 75? I'd use her at 75. Yeah. Every time I'd use her at 75. A um, little bit of a short dial. Five, or, you know, five clicks and 75. But uh, That's about right, though. If, yeah. five, if five or six is usually the the average for 100 points, five at 75 isn't too bad. Well, I think just five clicks in general is a little, a little you know, easy to be blasted through. But, True. yeah, 75 points, she's, you know, a, what, a quarter of your team? So even if she does get blasted through, every time I saw her played or played her, she did better. She killed more than a quarter of their team. So I found her worth her points every time. Um, and in a... Uh, funny little exchange my buddy was playing and it came down to his She-Hulk at 75 versus his opponent's She-Hulk at 75. <laughs> this kept flurrying back to regen and then they both regened back up and then they both flurry attacked back and it, it was just a stair step back and forth where they couldn't quite kill each other. Um, and finally, finally my buddy got the upper hand and hit the, hit the last roll and knocked his out. But they went back and forth with She-Hulks punch, punching each other for I think four turns Oh, wow. um, everything else on the map was dead. So, yeah, no, I, I enjoy her a lot. Charge, flurry, super strength. Uh, she gets intermittent willpower. Um, she put her next to somebody else with perplex. She's got perplex. It's just a lot of options and a lot of power, 75 points. And I can't hate on anything these days with Fantastic Four keyword. I'll take what I can get. Yeah, because you're not going to get much. not going to get much else. That's right. Yeah, I, I do like her, and I, I like the uh, breaking the fourth wall on the uh, flavor text as well. Right. That's always nice. Let's see, and then we got Machine Man. Another Next Wave makes another appearance. Thank God I finally got my heavy metal clicks. Man, it's what I've been asking for the whole time. <laughs> he's, uh, he's, he's kind of boring, to be honest with you. I don't know if I like this version better or the uh, the last Machine Man we got. Um, I've played the last Machine Man. I haven't played this one, so it's hard for me to say. But uh, what was the last? Not the Supernova. There was a there was a more recent one. Oh yeah, there's a GSX. That's what it was. The giant size X Men one. Yeah, yeah. And I I played him before and actually did enjoy his dial. Um, I think what makes this one maybe work is that I think he'll surprise people because they'll forget that he can ignore. Um, elevated and hindering on the movement and he's moving around with his uh, sidestep and also just his uh, being able to make a close combat attack against people within a range of three. Sure. I mean, because that's not usual and he has zero printed range so people might forget about that but otherwise, I feel I feel he's a little bit forgettable. Again, 120 points and, you know, in the middle you do have the blades but it can be outwitted and I don't know, he's he's okay. He just doesn't light my world on fire. I agree. He's not bad at all. Um, again, we get to see the improved movement show up, so I think that was a good idea. He ignores elevated, ignores hindering, plus with his sidestep, he can sidestep two, then move nine. I mean, 11 movement ignores hindering, ignores elevated. You can get into position really well. With Indom, you can follow up for, you know, six damage if you get an ultra heavy with his 120-point cost. So, I mean, he can definitely, you know, play in a 120-point league. It's just uh, hoping he doesn't get shot up with some uh, invulnerable top dial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then we have Tess One, another member of Heavy Metal. The biggest giant to never be a giant. 
fantastic. Which is so weird. Uh, he's so, so large. And I really think the only reason they made him so big was so you couldn't uh, necessarily pull the chase or the modem. Although you can still pull modem. But <laughs> they just wanted to make somebody else the same size as Ultron so you couldn't cherry pick boosters. Yeah. Um, generally, though, I'm, I wasn't impressed by this character that much. I didn't care. Yeah, I mean, he's he is what he is. If you want to play a heavy metal team, okay, sure, have fun. We can move along, I think. There's five people who would say yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm happy for them. I'm always happy when somebody gets rare, you know, niche little characters like yeah, that. Yeah, so. that's how I feel about some of the comic books I read sometimes. It's like, this isn't for me, but I'm glad it exists for somebody. They'll probably never get made again, so I hope this is a good representation of a character I've never seen. True. Uh, then we've got Ultron 8. Many Ultrons. <laughs> one of the many. One of the many. Um, I played against this one in my final match of month one, and uh, I had him based with Hank Pym, so he didn't do a lot to me. But looking at his dial, he scared me a lot, because he pushed off that first click to a 9 attack, 11 pin blast, 4 damage, and I was like, oh, oh crap, that's not good. Um, and then even once I hit him, he went down to stealth, steel energy with perplex. And so, you know, it's kind of like, well, now I still can't see him to outwit him. He's going to hit me if I sit next base to him. Um, he's one of my more favorite, one of my, I don't know, one of the better Ultrons, I think, in the non-chase super rare level. Yeah. I had a lot of fun with him just as his normal 29, or a lot of fun against him as his normal zero uh, twenty nine dial. Hmm. He's interesting. I, I wasn't super enamored with any of the Ultrons, to be honest. I agree. I don't know why. It's interesting. They tried like so many different types of Ultrons, and not, I wasn't really that impressed with any of them. I'm like, how is that even possible? I know people have said it before, but if anyone is an Ultron fan, you never get to complain about not having Ultron again, because you have plenty of Ultrons by oh, the end of this. Absolutely. Uh, then we've got uh, an, another version of uh, Vision. I like this one better than the movie. Uh, well, that's not hard. <laughs> I think everybody says that, though. Yeah, uh, it's not real hard. Um, month two, I slaughtered this guy straight out of the gate. He moved in on me, and I just unloaded everything I had to kill him. The reason being, I faced him month one, and he rolled four shape changes in a row. And I just sat there doing nothing, trying to kill a 100-point vision while his whole team moved over and started shooting me. So he can either work extremely well, or he can die quickly uh i guess it just all depends on the roles i'm wondering if we ever ever really get like like a really super solid vision like we've gotten a bunch of okay visions but like there have been times in the comics where he'll be like an absolute force to be reckoned with and we've never really seen that version of vision yeah i'm not sure too why he doesn't end up with some sort of uh, like kitty pride-esque power where he phases through things and destroys you know robots or armors or something like that because he he tends to do that, if I recall. He phases through things, rips things in half, you know. And you yeah, don't... he does it all the time. I mean, he's not quite like Kitty, but very similar, right? And sure, sure. he doesn't really get to do anything like that. Well, and I, I will say for this one, though, I appreciate the three damage across the board. I'm not quite sure the logic of the robot dials lately, where some of them have static values throughout the entire dial, then others like him go from a 10-9, um, where they fluctuate a little bit more. Um, I I tend to like it better if the values are static. At least you know what you're going to get. Um, it's 
it's a lot of clicks for 100 points, but it's a lot of nine attack values for 100 points, too. Speaking of the idea of uh, characters with predictable dials, have you played against or used the new version of Grandmaster? I have not yet, no. I I, did, I, I was playing in a, a multiplayer game with a friend of the show, Leon, and um, he was one of the players. And at the, I had the Grandmaster, and he has that power at one point where... Uh, it's called Let's Play a Game, and if someone, I think it's, if he has two tokens, um, right. he, he can do a free action and pick a, like a character within his line of fire, and he, you have to give that character one unavoidable damage, and the, before you do it, the uh, person you're doing it towards has to make a guess what the exact values are going to be on each four of the combat values, and if they get them exactly right, then the after they take the click, they'll actually heal up two. But if they get it wrong, they'll take an, all of them wrong. They'll take another click down. So every time he thought he had me, he's like, aha, you can't do anything now. I'm like, are you sure? Do you want to play a game? And he's like, damn it. <laughs> and then like, and then he'd realize that he really had no idea what his characters could do. And he's just trying to like feverishly make these guesses. And it's, it's interesting that if you were up against a team like these you know, robots, it'd be a lot easier. I will have to say for Grandmaster, it's great for uh, people on top click. Because what do you have to lose? What are they going to do? Heal to top click? They're already at top click. Take Absolutely, a chance. Absolutely, yeah. Take two damage. It's yeah, great. there's almost no reason not to play a game. <laughs> no, no. Just keep pushing him and keep playing games. Why not? Absolutely. Uh, then we got the Hercules, so obviously you like him? Freaking love it. Man, I love this Hercules. He's so crazy. He's so strong. Yeah, he absolutely is. Um, I wasn't a big fan of the Incredible Hulk one. He was he was okay. He had his you know uses and whatnot. But I would never reach for that one over this one. I absolutely love this one. Really, at both point values, I think he's a, a great character. Great figure. He's a beast. Yeah. Like, what yeah. can't he do? Talk about attack values. Uh, never below a 10, and three clicks of 11 at the beginning and the end. Uh, plus, hey, my attack's on 11. It's okay. Close combat expert. I'll just, you know, make it an 11 with a 4 damage, or... You know, 12 with a 5 damage top dial or whatever I need. Who cares? Whatever. Plenty of attack, plenty of damage. Uh, just just a monster. Absolutely loved playing him in month one. He definitely earns uh, the keyword brute. Yeah, the uh, it was the old bait and switch in month one when a lot of people weren't... Well, not a bait and switch, just a pure bait, I guess. Um, when people weren't really familiar with all the dials and weren't familiar with his charge flurry and ignores hindering and blocking. So on the Hank Pym lab map, you just run up behind a wall you wait for them to move in a little bit, then you blast five squares through the wall and just assault them for everything, you know, everything you're worth. Um, plus, the the grappling power as his attack power is fantastic. Um, with his plasticity and each opposing character adjacent to Hercules modifies its attack and damage value by minus one if it has any action tokens. So, hey, you want to try and hit me? Great. Next turn, you're pretty much not going to be able to. Good luck. <laughs> awesome. Uh, going from a great character to not such great one, uh, Protector. <laughs> Nailed it, <laughs> absolutely. It's so sad. Like it's it, this 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 is uh, this is the dial they made on Friday at four fifty five. They had five minutes before they had the punch out, and they just threw something together. It's garbage. <laughs> this one about ten minutes before they did movie vision. They were like, "This is just a little bit more thought than that." Uh, I don't even know about that. Like. This it's just so bland. Yeah, sweet. Like, no attack value or no attack power at all. Whole dial. Great. Like it has like do I, what character is this supposed to represent? Like any like anybody? Like this this feels like a human being. Yeah, it like, really really does. Um, except for the flight, 
pretty much, yeah, just run around a lot, I guess. Like, I it's, it's such a waste. I, I did not see anyone play him. I saw a few people just groan in disgust when they pulled him and dropped him down. Uh, maybe as a call-in, I can see him. I would I would always play him as five points. I would never play him as 100 points. That's a good point, yeah. Call-in for the defend and invuln and prob for a He's turn. worth five points, yeah. <laughs> if, if you're setting up another attack, bring in an extra prob. I, I like him for five. I don't like him for any more than five. <laughs> you don't like him for 20 times that? No, not at all. Okay. Uh, then we got the Grim Reaper. I pulled him. I haven't played him. I want to play him. Has um, anyone used him? I, I didn't see anybody. A buddy of mine's pulled about four of them and has been desperately trying to trade them away. Ah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, what's, what's your thoughts on, on Grim Reaper's I think update? He's, I think he's overpriced. I think that's what's going to stop people from using him is that he feels like he's too many points. It's tough when those defense values fall so low and your damage is locked at two the entire time. Now, granted, you got Blade's Claws, but it's the old catch-22 of, well, we're giving him Blade's Claws, so let's just drop his damage values into the floor. Because clearly you're going to use Blade's Claws every time. Um, yeah. I just, I think if he was 100 points, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that'll work. But something about 100 and, like, almost 20, it just doesn't seem right. I do wish maybe they had dropped, like, click five out of his dial and just made him 100 points. I agree. Um, just take something out of there to get him a little bit lower. Um, again, good to see a Horseman of Apocalypse figure. Good to see a Hydra. I love Hydra. But uh, we'll see how many more Horsemen of Apocalypse I'm get. sorry. Are you not excited to see another Lethal Legion character? <laughs> um, he can join in with my uh, Invincible Iron Man people, my Absorbing Man and Greg Argoyle and Count Nefaria, I guess. There you go. See, there's a lot of use for this guy. Really, whirlwind. You can go with Avengers Assemble whirlwind. So that's a that's a fun little combo. I love that whirlwind. But that's, oh yeah, he's fantastic. You know, yeah. He's oh, great. and also uh, swordsman from Avengers Assemble too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, Lethal Legion stepping up. They're not too bad. They're definitely fun. I don't know if they're any sort of competitive nature, but they're excellent. Not fun. yet, but they're getting there. <laughs> that's right. Uh, then we've got Jocasta. She's back in. She's yeah. She was the piece everybody was so hot for when it uh, she first announced of her entity abilities. Now, as a character herself, though, what do you think? I would play the dial. I think it's a fun-looking dial. Um, again, you kind of run into the Victor Mancha problem of click six and seven is essentially a, you know, sit and hope you regen and nobody hits you click. Um, there's a lot riding on a shape uh, change roll there. But uh, I think she's good, maybe pretty good, as a 130-point figure. I think she's excellent as an entity. Yeah, I just... I don't know. I, I feel like we've had so few chances of getting Jocasta right, and they've screwed it up, like, each time. Well, how many people out there are begging for the iconic version of Jocasta? Uh, if you're going to make her, that's the one I want. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true for most of them, Adam. Nobody wants the crappy version of a dial. But, but then, I don't know what this is, though. Like, I don't... This doesn't scream Jocasta to me. I don't know... Yes, and it's fine as an entity because, as you said, like it's very useful. But as Jocasta, not so much. Well, she's got that one click of one power of a power called sensors coming online. That's robotic related. That's pretty Jocasta, right? For one click. <laughs> and here's the thing: it's actually kind of cool, but but then it's over. And it's done. That's it. Because her her sensors have already come online. She's done. Uh, then we got Ultron Five. I was excited to get this guy. He's 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 okay. He's an incredible value for 120 points. 
Yeah, yeah. He is defensively pretty weak, sure. But as far as manipulation and board control go, I, he's a he's a ton of fun. I can't. I haven't built a team around him yet, but I am absolutely going to at some point in time. And uh, I don't know about Lethal Legion, but I'm definitely bringing up some Masters of Evil. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, I'm glad that they did this. This is one of the ones where I'm like, I'm I'm glad they did it. We got our swordsmen and our whirlwind in there. I'm telling you, they're coming to play. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, then we've got what? Uh, oh, uh, Goliath. Love him. Goliath. I love Goliath. I like Goliath. I don't know that I'm to the point of love Goliath. Well, yeah, I guess most people don't love Hank Pym, but... What do you, what do you love about... Well, let's just... Not the character. What do you like about the dial? Uh, I like his trample. I, I think it's a, a cool power to have. Um, I just think I, I like having a giant version of, of Hank Pym that really kind of plays like this more aggressive version of a giant that he can be. Do you like the fact that it's John Goliath or do you like the fact that it's from Avengers Forever? I like both. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, hold on. He wasn't Goliath and... Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. I believe he was anyway. Yeah, I guess he was. Because it was him and... Uh, uh... Who was the other Hank that was there? Yellow Jacket. Uh, Yellow Jacket, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So then, yeah. <laughs> I, Avengers Forever keyword, sad times. That would have been awesome. That would have been great. Avengers and Avengers Forever, just to see it, just to know it's there. Nah, they don't care. No. Uh, no. He could do more in terms of damage potential. I mean, he kind of does because he's a close combat expert, but it's not as easy to utilize. Um... I just like that they made him and that he feels authentic to the character. Could the dial be a little bit more competitive? Yeah, probably, but I still enjoy him. What would I'd... you play him at most likely? 140, the 100, or the 50? Probably 100. Probably 100, I agree. The 140 is just a little ex- like a little bit too much, and you're not giving me quite enough spice for it. Agreed, agreed. And you still get the trample power, and then, granted, at 100, you got a lot of 9 attack values in the middle. But you get bumped past those, you get your nice defend clicks. And, uh, yeah, so I think he's still got enough. And as a 50-point character, he's surprisingly useful. Yeah, uh, yeah, good good attack values and damage. I mean, you could with your perplex, you always have a 10 at 50 points, which is not bad at all. What's with a bunch of the Avengers uh, helping their uh, friendly characters with energy shield deflection? I, Avengers is going to be nuts when people sit back and look at it and all the pieces we're getting, especially since we're not getting any X-Men or anything else. Avengers is just going to blow up. It's going to be the, uh, basically everyone at Marvel is going to have that keyword. Well, and that's the reason I think Joe Costa, stepping back to her, is going to be so good. Because there is an entity you can use on an Avengers theme team and still have a theme team. So True. We'll see if she shows up or if any other entities show up in uh, Fury. I'm surprised we haven't gotten um, uh, like a Venom symbiote that works like an entity. Everybody's been asking for it. I really hoped it would be in the uh, symbiote OP, but no, no such luck there. We just got a sweet Spider-Man with 19 defense. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take that, too. Uh, then we've got, let's see, uh, Black Panther. Black Panther it was the kind of keystone of my month, too. And uh, I don't know that I would regularly... I don't I don't think he is great at 300. I think he is great at 400. Okay. I think at 400, you can put enough support around him with his keywords and everything else to where he's maybe not the main focal point, or at least you have another attacker that's similar point value in the, in the neighborhood of like a 115 or something like that. Um, he really holds his weight at that point. At 300 and half your team, I, I just don't think he brings quite enough to the table. I would agree with that because, yeah, he doesn't quite have enough beef for, like, a half your team. But he's definitely, like, if he was, like, 100, 120, I think he'd be more solid because uh, you're not investing quite as much in him. But he does have a lot of 
of tricky toys. I just yeah, his his output isn't enough. Good attack values, decent damage values at least. On when you get to two, you've got blades and things like that. But yeah, I think at four to five hundred is where he really shines. He's still a piece I want to own at some point in time. Um, he's just I don't know, not not calling out to me three hundred all the time. Uh, then we've got Quasar. Woohoo! I I'm glad to see him. I didn't pull him, and I honestly never played against him in month one or two, so I don't know a lot about him. Uh, I think he looks great. I haven't played against him or played with him, so I can't say if he actually holds up to it, but he looks pretty great. I think I would never use him at 125. I don't think he's good enough. I would say if if it was uh, him at 225 versus Hercules at 220, I would take him every time because you're just going to outpace everybody with that movement and that range and everything else. Um, he's definitely the better the better 220-ish piece, but... Uh, but yeah, luckily I dodged that bullet most months and never had to play against him. So he doesn't. I guess in theory, like once, like if you played him at one twenty-five, he has some good potential. But I think he's just too soft. Yeah. Well, in one twenty-five, you you don't have much movement attack in the middle of your dial. And again, the middle of the dial for a guy with quantum bands, you know, power cosmic flying through space, you end up with middle dialed nine attack values, and I I just don't fully understand that. No. Um, uh, if we move ahead, we got uh, my beautiful, beautiful modem. Absolutely, she was my first booster, first poll, and I was so excited to get her. <laughs> she's uh, she's everything I ever wanted modem to be. <laughs> she looked fantastic sitting next to Modoc, the happy couple finally united. <laughs> it's interesting too because the dial isn't actually that great, and it's really short. But I, but it's modem. Absolutely, I completely agree. Um, I'm just has, happy they made her. <laughs> she's got fun tricks. Uh, you know, for a, for an AIM team built around her or a scientist team. I mean, AIM robot scientists have a lot of backup these days. Hopefully AIM getting more down the road. But uh, I'm curious, since she is so much larger than MODOK, if maybe it means we'll get an updated MODOK down the road since our last was since the cat. I'm, I'm super fingers crossed for a uh, MODOK remake in Fury somewhere. Well, that would make sense, because he, he is a secret Avenger now. Right, right. Although, I, I do want to kind of see a version of him in the art style from Secret Avengers. I think that would make my day. I would. This won't happen. I've marked my words. If this happens, I will videotape myself eating a hero click. But if there ever was a MODOK and a prime zombie MODOK, if you're reading the Marvel Zombies Secret Wars book, number two, zombie MODOK showed up, and it, it was fantastic. And I can just picture a decrepit... You know, flesh dripping off, robot parts broken, golden-based clip on, or here, uh, switch click to click onto the team base of a zombie Modoc as a prime. I would lose my freaking mind. I would just, I would break computers in half and burn down buildings. And <laughs> if there was ever a zombie Modoc, oh, it would be my number one favorite piece of all time. Without it's, a doubt, it's good to know which hero click piece would uh, lead you towards arson. Pure rioting and anarchy. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I would love. I, I I would have to think long and hard about which character would drive me to arson and 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 uh, and uh, just being a miscreant. But uh, I'll have to think about that. Well, and it, here's the thing: if anybody actually listens to uh, to this show, who's going to win worlds? I had to tag it with who wins worlds because I don't want to say if anybody actually listens to this show. But if anybody <laughs> who wins worlds with, listens to this show, if you make a zombie Modoc, I promise to riot. It'll it'll just it'll just go off. You'll just know Alabama is just going insane down here. <laughs> and the 
police have been called, and nobody will know what happens. And you'll just see me running through the streets, waving my arms, yelling, zombie Modoc, zombie Modoc. I would take it. Yeah. That 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 uh, that would be one of the best clips I would ever find on the internet. <laughs> Besides uh, Scott Porter talking about Heroflex chess on uh, Who's Line. Right, right. Uh, uh, <laughs> then we've got Ultron One, the original. Uh, he's he's definitely one I want to pick up because just because I think his sculpt looks fun. He's my favorite Ultron sculpt. I agree with that. He's very cool. Um. I like him. He's not the greatest Ultron. He's a little expensive, but he's just kind of fun and wonky. He is expensive until you pull off that uh, Ultron 1-1.x. Yes. Modify Ultron 1's combat values by plus one for each upgrade token on this card, and his last three clicks have regeneration, and if you hit a five or six, you get an upgrade token. If you can hit that once or twice, he just goes berserk and starts destroying everything that'd be me i want to see that i want to see an ultron one with like 13 attack six damage well and the other fun part is i mean say you're playing against a two or three man team which is most teams and you actually hit somebody with the mind wipe then all of a sudden ultron just goes invisible to them so you can go base them you can hang out with them that's true and they can't do anything because they can't see you so i think he's very versatile at 120 i do agree for just the dial you get a little over costed but if you pull off any of the tricks, he all of a sudden just shoots way out of his league. So, and that leads us to uh, Chase Ultron Seven. What do you think about this guy? I think he's great. <laughs> like he's 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 funky. He's he's weird, but I like him. The only downside I see to him was at least in sealed. I think he's great in constructed. I think with the Inhumans keyword, the robot keyword got a lot to build around as an as an ultron he's really fun um in a big ultron swarm the only thing i'll say is he really had no protection as a giant from any sort of penetrating range and so as soon as he showed up on the board the one guy that was playing him that night played him in three matches and two of the matches he died in the first two turns he just moved up and there wasn't a lot of place to hide for him and he just got shit blasted and that was it he was dead yeah sealed he he's not as good but i think in yeah in constructed i think he's got a lot going for him and could and his the fact that he has an 11 attack all the way through is just marvelous completely agree completely i'm not saying it's a bad dial i just i definitely think he is a better outside of sealed than within sealed figure Imagine all the uh, all the uh, inhumanity characters just perplexing him up perplexing the hell out of him yep oh Greatness, greatness. I mean, he doesn't I, even need it. I really like his uh, secondary drone dial as well. Um, I think he's got one of the better ones with uh, good attack values all the way through and uh, the immobilization ray and things like that. Um, he really could be a fun fun 125 point for a humans, in humans team. Yeah. And then I guess the, uh, the last one from Wave 1 is, uh, I think it's the last one, is the other Ultron. I think we actually skipped. I think the uh, other Ultron is 50, uh, 51. Is that right? Wait, where am I looking at? Oh, no, no. I'm just not scrolling down far enough. Never mind. You're, you're right on cue. <laughs> My bad. How dare you, AJ? <laughs> Adam is never wrong. I apologize. No, that is the rule of the show. <laughs> uh, so, so number 55A, so we got a uh, nice big 300-point Power Cosmic Ultron. Again, luckily a figure I never had to play against because Click 7 and 8, I just feel, are a wrecking machine. An absolute nightmare. Not that the rest of his dial wasn't scary enough. Well, I'm just saying, if you have managed to shoot him off the 19 uh, invul- or invincible top dial 
and whittled him all the way down to click seven, then you just get wrecked. So, yeah, what a, what a nightmare. And the worst case scenario, the absolute worst, is you get him to click nine and ten, can't finish him off, and he regens back past them. Yeah, well, and not even that, like, even to get there, once you knock him into the first, you know, giant killer robot mode click, he has another stop click right after it. Yeah, he is a beast at 300. So that's insane, like, he's got two stop clicks right next to each other, it's just like, I just did this. If you if you play him in a 300 point match, he's really, really good. If you play him in a five, six, seven hundred 700 point match, where all of a sudden you put a resource on him, or put an entity on him, and give him movement attack, and... Oh, good luck. Good, good freaking luck. I don't want to play against it. Nope, I think I'd just be like, you know what? Let's just say you won and let's play something else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's just reset this one because it's, it's not probably going to happen. It's a mess. Mm. Yeah. Um, now, wave two I'm going to leave for our second half of the show that I'm doing with our other guest. Sure. Uh, but uh, we can at least talk about Grandmaster and uh, Graviton. Um, what do you think I- of Grandmaster? I'll kind of sum them both up. I think they're both really fun. I'm not necessarily a big fan of 225 to 250 point tempo pieces. I just don't play a lot of majorly, you know, thousand point games. So where I feel like these guys really shine, I don't know that they're really either one a great one man army. Um, they're not. But I think they're fun. I'm glad they're there. I think they're exactly what prizes need to be. Where yeah. they're not game breaking, but they're really fun and they both look really cool. Yeah, I as I said, I, I played a multiplayer game where I think it was five or six of us with this Grandmaster, and everyone was so pissed off about him uh, because of his uh, on his first three clicks, he's got my version of fair play, which is he can use Propux and Prob. Opposing characters can't use Probability Control unless a character friendly to Grandmaster has used Prob this turn. While you're playing a, a, a multiplayer game with five different people, and if, and if I'm nowhere near you and I haven't used it this on each character's turn. Um, that person can't ever use prob. So every theme team was just like, I can't do anything. I hate you. Pretty much. Pretty much. So and that, that's in areas where he shines. Yeah, battle royals, things like that. I don't think he's... I, I can't really think of a, another cosmic figure for 60 points to attack with him to make him a fun 300-point team. No. But, uh, but yeah, big games, absolutely. And fun to see they gave him the Squadron Sinister keyword, too. Which makes sense, yeah. yeah. But it's just... Yeah, he only has one one target, so his ability to really deal out damage is, is mitigated. Um, so as much as I like him a lot, he's not a one-man army kind, kind of guy just because he's not versatile enough. He's not able to deal enough. Uh, but he's still a lot of fun to use, and again, like I said before with his shall we play a game trait, uh, he adds some interesting kind of elements that are not standard. Yeah, yeah. And then with Graviton, I like Graviton, I just, I don't know if he's good enough. Like, the Graviton that I have in my head is the one who single-handedly destroyed the Thunderbolts with like a wave of his hand, and, uh... I, I think clicks three to five are that graviton. It just I wish he could have started that way, and I feel like the first two clicks are so easy to kind of neutralize that I might never actually get a chance to use the middle clicks if someone hits him hard enough. Yeah, I'm not fully sure why you don't go for 225 points. Click like you said, three, four, and five being one, two, and three, and then clicks one and two being four and five. Yeah, uh, and just let him naturally, you know, downgrade. Um, the incap power is cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're going to have three targets, the ability to do a triple in-cap and then still be able to deal your printed damage value is big. So it's just, I don't know, something's just missing. 
And he's never going to use TK. <laughs> he's never going to use TK. Like, no. it's nice that he can he can move opposing characters as friendly, but who's going to bother? Unless you're playing, again, like a thousand-point team, and he can just pull characters into a kill box... You're, yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna move somebody adjacent to you. No, it's kind of like back in the day when you had like the uh, what was it 285 point parallax who started with Bra- uh, sorry uh, TK. Who yeah. is this guy TKing people for? Yeah, no, and I, I do completely agree. If you you can sidestep, triple target, deal four damage to three different figures, and give them all an action token. Uh, oh wait, well, let's see. Make deal his no, never mind. You have to split it. To his printed split among his hit targets, which is still good. It's still damage dealt, I guess. Yeah, but I mean, it does. That does mean you could deal four damage to one target, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I okay. mean, usually so, when you do in cap, you just get the in cap, so it's still giving you an extra garnish. And triple in cap is nothing to sneeze at in the first place. Sure. It's just a little something to sneeze at at two hundred twenty-five points. Yeah. Now I do like again on clicks three, four, and five, which are his best ones. Um, his power of gravity gone wild where opposing characters that begin an action within five squares replace their speed value with three is awesome. Yeah. He's kind of like Harry Leland, but not nearly as fat. Well, and that's kind of the powers he should have. I mean, that's exactly right up the alley of gravity-based powers. So if he didn't have something like that, you would have gone... What, what were they thinking? They really missed the ball on this. Yeah, so, I still don't think he's. That. I still don't think he's worth two hundred twenty-five. I guess is the point, though. Yeah, I. He's I, too fleshy. I don't like the last two clicks. Just, just cut the last two clicks off and make him less. Give me a six click. I don't know, one hundred and fifty or one hundred and seventy-five or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't need those force blast sixteen defense clicks necessarily. No, it's not really necessary. But I'm glad I've got one. He's in the box. Maybe I'll pull him out someday for something. I don't know. You're never taking him out of that box, are you? I'm never taking him. Yeah, I'm never taking him out of the box. It's so sad for Graviton. He Let's finally gets made, and he's a big prize, and no one cares. Yeah. It's interesting, too, because like the prizes are kind of these weird eclectic characters. I mean, you got Grandmaster, who's no one's favorite character. You've got Graviton, who a few people who've read Thunderbolts really love. Or maybe that classic Avenger storyline he's from, but otherwise he's never really done anything that big. High Evolutionary, who everyone kind of knows, but no one really knows much about or even cares much for. And then you have got Kang, the last one, which is arguably the only one that people are really going to want. Yeah, and you got to wait till the last month to check him out. Uh, yeah. On, I guess Nate's shoes a little bit. I do like the High Evolutionary. Um, I like his dial. I like his little bringing in... Anything that brings in Pogs, I'm all about. He's um, a good value for 150 points. Exactly. That's the, and see, he's a lower point level. So he may end up on some of my teams just for that very reason. Um, plus, that, that mid dial is that mid-dial's pretty sick. So Yeah, like, I don't even, like, that's, yeah, it's very good. <laughs> yeah, so he can just be carted around on those first few clicks, hiding and outwitting. Oh, what's that? You want to try and hit me? Okay, well, good luck. We'll see what happens. Now, are you going to build um, uh, Knights of Wondagore team? Uh, let's see here. I've got, uh, well, there's Black Knight. There's a reason to use Black Knight, I guess. You got Black Knight, High Evolutionary, Man Beast, and that's about it. <laughs> Man, I used to love Man Beast. He, he didn't have a lot of a lot of friends, but he was early on. See, here's a, here's a trick, though. You got Man Beast with that Mastermind. You bring in High Evolutionary. You pop out some of those pogs. Pop out, pop out some animals. And uh, now you just Mastermind your Man Beast onto your animals. Which, if you're saying to Mastermind my Man Beast is probably not... 
iTunes friendly, but oh well. No, well, we are an ex- <laughs> we are an explicit show, so that's okay. Luckily, luckily. <laughs> well, that, that's about all the time we've got today, AJ. But thank you so much for uh, for guesting back on the show and uh, running through the Age of Ultron uh, Wave One figures with us. Sounds good, man. Well, I'll catch you next time. That was the first half of the episode with AJ Reese. Uh, now it's time to jump into part two with Nathan Strzok. Uh, I really wish this was one of those old school books that you had as a kid where there'd be a chime and it'd be like, now you got to flip the page. That's basically what, this, basically what this should be. Anyways, let's jump into part two. All right, Nate, we're talking uh, wave two, or technically brick two of Age of Ultron. Uh, so let's start off with Luke Cage. Now you've played in a, I, before we even actually say anything, you have played in a month three event, correct? Do you like want to introduce me or we're not doing that? People know who you are, and plus I've introduced you at the beginning of the show. Um, yeah, I've played in all the months so far. So we did the month three um, like two days ago. Did you win? I did. Hey, aren't you like, are you three for three or no? No, my first month, I, I don't know what it was. It was a combination of not being able to roll. I, my team wasn't that great. I don't know. I played Goliath at 140 points and then played the Iron Man, like 90 point Iron Man, I think he is. And he's not good. And then um, Monica Chang, and uh, I, I just got destroyed. Like I, I think I got like last place. I think I took thirty points, like the whole stupid oh, wow. tournament. I just like fell apart. I couldn't get it together, which doesn't really matter to me. I, I, I wanted the Grandmaster, and I ended up getting Fellowship. I guess people took pity on me. Um, <laughs> but Amber, my wife, really wants the Quinjet. I don't care about vehicles, but she's like, go get me. She doesn't even call it uh, Age of Ultron. She's like, are you going to Quinjet tonight? Oh my god, yeah. seriously? She's like, okay, go get, go to Quinjet, and when you come back, we'll have dinner or something like that. Yeah, it's, she calls it Quinjet. So she's like, did you do well at Quinjet? <laughs> like, yeah, I won this one. She's like, hooray. So she can have that on her mantle. Um, but yeah, I've had uh, first place for the next two months. So, I don't know. I might not get it. We'll it's, good, it's a good chance, though. But I came out of it with a Black Panther and a Quasar, so that makes me happy. That's exciting. And I have the full set of Avengers ID cards from that run, that, that, uh, that whatever wave. So that's good. Absolutely. So Luke Cage, have you pulled him? I did pull a Luke Cage. Did you use him? No. Why not? Um, he's way too many points in the sealed, in my opinion, for someone who is a brick that can only move four squares to attack and can't be modified in any way. So you can't even get the drop on someone. Yeah, I that's played, true. If your listeners care, I played. Um, I opened Ultron Six, so I played him and his drone. And uh, Ultron 14 on the drone dial, and then Machine Team. Interesting. 295 points, and uh, the advantage of that is that, first of all, Ultron 6 is the Pulse Wave monster, right? With um, the first Adamantium, where he gets Impervious and can roll it twice if he needs to. Oh, yeah. And then he also has the ability to kind of reposition people if he flies past them. And uh, I know his dial is short, but in terms of 4 damage Pulse Wave with 11 attack, I had to go for it. And his drone gives, and no one knew this, this was a good drop on everybody uh, when I was playing it. He has the ability to uh, ignore blocking as he moves through and destroy it at the resolution of the action. And uh, so for 30 point drone, I can play the indoor portion of the, which map was it? I think that there's like a Buddhist statue? I don't know. You know what side of the map I'm talking about? I haven't seen the map yet. Okay. Uh, whatever map that was, the indoor portions, I would just position my team behind walls and then the other, the opposing, oh, every time this worked. The opposing player would just kind of go, okay, well, he running shots for four and has a range of seven. He's not going to be able to hit me here. This is fine. They position, and then I run my drone through all the walls, clear it out, and I could just jump in there with Ultron 6, uh, which re- worked really well. So that that was um, my team for first place. 
Uh, I did. I, I played against Luke Cage twice, and both times, I, the players playing him seemed very disappointed themselves in how he fared. So I'm glad I didn't touch him. Hmm. Now, so you just think in general he's too many points, or no? I guess for what he is, he's fine. But I, I think you really need to have play constructed for him in order to get him into position better than he is. And obviously, playing with Mighty Avengers helps him a lot. Um. It says increase whatever defense value for each other friendly, right? So if you have multiple Mighty Avengers, all of a sudden he's at a 19. Oh, yeah. I think he will be a lot better. But for 125 points with that kind of a dial, I don't think he does much more than on, you know a lot of other characters at 100 points. Um, I can bring in you know characters with Flurry Charge, 130 points for Flurry Charge Hercules in the Wave 1. And, and I think he's a better value. So I don't know. I like the idea of his special power, but yeah, it's, it is kind of limiting in general. Yeah, and he's the best Luke Cage we have. I don't know. Someone was saying, uh, a guy at the, the tournament was saying that he prefers the Captain America Luke Cage. Remember him? Yeah, okay. Do you think that's a? Do you think that's fair, that this, that Luke Cage was better than this one? I, I don't think so. Yeah, okay. I think that one, he was cheaper, but I, he didn't have Indomitable. Not that that's you know, something that everyone needs to have, but... You're comparing him against Garrett that does have Indomitable, so that's a major strike against him. He didn't have a lot of kind of super strength at the beginning, he, and he just kind of he got really soft. And then he had like you know two clicks of you know two damage, which is fine, but it wasn't he wasn't going to light your world on fire. And at the end of his dial, he had super strength that was almost useless because by the time you were able to pick up an object, someone already killed you. Yeah, um, yeah. I guess that starting click is really just nice. The 18 defense. This is the Captain America one. With the four damage, that feels really nice for under 100 points. Whereas, again, this Luke... But, when, I, I, but once he loses... You can perplex up. You can move him to five, remove true. him if you want. But once he loses that, like, like yeah, yeah, top click, I don't think there's any comparison. Yes, the cap is a little bit more effective, but he's also kind of, you know, softer throughout his dial, whereas I think Luke Cage, the new one, keeps going. Mm. Yeah, and he I, does. And I, I did... I hit... I pulsed him for four damage at one point, and... Uh, he would learn to his click five, and he had the silver sidestep and the ability to dish out five damage. So that is true. He was kind of a threat still. So I, I think, yes, up top he's not as formidable and as scary, and a little bit harder to position, especially in a sealed event, but he does have some stuff to kind of back him up. He's still a little expensive for what I... In my mind, I'm always thinking of Luke Cage as before he was like the super popular character that Bendis wants him to be. Back when he was just kind of around, and he was like a you know a strong character like the thing, but not quite as strong. And this, I just feel like it's weird to keep seeing his point cost creeping up. Well, I mean, all the point costs are going up, right? Because the figures are getting better. But I think I feel like a hundred points would have been fine for him. I like I like Danny at eight eighty with Fear itself, and the idea of a Luke at a hundred. And I don't even think he really merits the Indomitable like the thing should, right? I, yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Well, let's talk about Iron Fist. What about Danny? Hundred points. I did not play him either. I didn't open him. Um, I don't know if I really care. After Fear Itself, I don't like this one as much. No way. He's he's not as... Well, I'll, I'll say this about him. He doesn't have a bad click. No, and again, that's typical of, of figures nowadays, right? It's not what it used to be where there are this, this huge drop-off at the end or there's a mid-slouch. It's it, Every click is useful. Uh, the dials are shorter, right? So, I mean, that is consistent. But again, I knocked this guy uh, for a few clicks into the middle of his dial, and he was just sitting in the middle of the board with 
uh, flurry and then had to reposition and then got shot after he repositioned. So it's just like, I don't know, for 100 points, again, I feel like if he is made in a constructed format and you're taking advantage of his wild card, it's probably better for the points. Mm. Especially with, again, the ubiquity of uh, precision strike. It's just... That's true. Can, the super sense we, isn't what it used to be. Can we make a proposal? Like, can we just make WizKids... Li- I don't know if they're going to listen to any of these shows, but... Not your shows, per se. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about any podcast. I don't know what they do. I'm too busy not playtesting their stuff. But, like, can we propose maybe that Super Senses uh, it subtracts one from the roll? How about that? How about the, sh- the shot is so precise, it's harder for you to dodge? Or you only dodge on a six? Or Mastermind can work, but you can only trip... But you have to keep one damage from the... You can't transfer... You know what I mean? You can only transfer um, a certain amount of damage, but you have to take one damage. And then when you get hit... You have to take one debt. You can't reduce it or transfer it below one. There you go. You can't transfer or reduce below one, and Super Senses rolls only succeed on a six. How about that? That would work for me. Now, now all those powers are not completely useless, but it's still scary, and you know, to see someone personal strike going up against you with with your with your Super Senses. For sure. Now, yeah, I do like that. I mean, is he the first character to have seven clicks of precision strike? Like, maybe. That's pretty, uh, that part's scary. And his attack think, only... Yeah, that's a Karnak thing. He shouldn't even have that. So you're saying he's Karnak, basically? No, well, that's kind of what his dial looks like. Like, Yeah, it could be a Karnak dial. Again, I, I like the, the, the Fear Itself one because it granted more defensive abilities. Uh, close Combat Expert as well as Super... Uh, sorry, Combat Reflexes as well as Super Senses. And he gets Combat Reflex. I kind of, bleh, bleh, bleh. Close Combat Experts. Too many Cs. Um, it just felt like more... Danny, I know that's stupid to say, but that's how it felt. And this one, yeah, precision strike all along it does feel a little Karnaki. Hmm. Next up is White Tiger. She's good. Six six clicks for sixty points is uh, pretty good. Uh, yeah. Her when she's the target of an attack, uh, she can use prob. That's crazy. That is nice. Like that's a super nice thing to have for sixty points. Uh, she does have super senses, as which, as we said, isn't as useful, but. Uh, she doesn't really have a bad click on her dial. Maybe click three just because of the leap climb that no one likes anymore. Three and five. Anything with leap climb is the worst. <laughs> but but uh, I think she's pushable because she gives you options. Like you can come in there with the charge and then maybe rest there and hopefully not get pegged off of your super senses to use close combat expert next. But then on the next, I, I would push in the right circumstances and go, okay, fine. Now my defense is 19. Now I have Battle Fury, so if I'm going up against Shape Change, I have it in there. Um, so she can really counter Shape Change and uh, Super Senses on her second click with the Persistent Strike and Battle Fury. And then the sidestep is great, because just to reposition her at well for 60 points, uh, and that built-in prob, I think she's actually quite worth it. And she's got decent keywords with uh, Avengers and Animal. Absolutely. And it's, it's mystical, I guess. She'd be uh, maybe a tough character... Um... If uh, your opponent was playing the Grandmaster and he was doing the, the play a game, and you have to like kind of know what the next click is because her her dial because she changes a lot. She or? changes a lot. The, the numbers aren't at, like as kind of consistent in terms of a memorizing kind of way. It's difficult for a lot of people to play that though because everyone's second. I, I mean, I played Grandmaster two or three times, uh, and I really enjoy him. And I find that people. Uh, second guess themselves a lot, or they, they, you know, they go, okay, well, I think that they have the same stats. It's like, no, there's, there's got to be one thing that's different, and then they just guess which one is different, and mm-hmm. then they take the click because they don't know exactly. I love him. I think he's great, Grandmaster. Um, yeah, Luke Cage. I think it remains the same, doesn't he? No, he goes down one from nine attack. Sorry, nine rate movement to eight movement. Yeah. So even then, it's like, do I, does it go? Does it change? Like, I love that. 
Absolutely. Um, after White Tiger, we've got Tigra. Uh, I don't think I fought a Tiger. No. She looks good, though. 60 points, one less click than White Tiger, uh, but charge, sidestep, blades to start. That's scary. And then she goes into uh, Flurry Blades. Yeah, and again, charge, sidestep gives her a lot of movement, right? She's 10 or, or 9, rather, uh, uh, rounded up to 5 on the charge, and then a sidestep. So she's got a 7 movement swing. And she ignores she hindering can, and elevated. Yeah, right. So she can be leaping over buildings. Um, she has, or she could just charge. I mean, she could charge off of a building and then sidestep back onto it out of harm's way if she needed to. Absolutely, I think she's um, great for sixty points. Like, yeah, I, she's good. they haven't really done a bad tiger. <laughs> uh, no, that's also true. Uh, I remember the Fantastic Forces one. Veteran was very nice. Oh yeah, absolutely, and even the Chaos War one had, was nothing to sh- uh, kind of be upset about either. She was also well, no, great. That, that's a very good one. And my question to you is, which one do you think is better? Uh, I think the new one. Really? Um, the old one was six that's clicks. Because you like new figures. That's because you're a guy. You know, you're, you're no, sure. but that is part of it, obviously. <laughs> um, well, I guess the other one had charge flurry in the middle, and that part's better. The defense was lower, though. Um, and it had the the minimum result of the Blades Clause was 2, and the max was 5, yes. which is nice and bad at the same time. I, 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 I would take that any day. I really would, because yeah. Yeah, going F. But, but this Tiger is better. Character. The new one's better for positioning, and it has yeah, the, yeah. the uh, improved movement, which I think makes her even more useful. Mm-hmm. So I think I would go with the new one, but it's neither one is a bad option. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if you go back to Fantastic Forces... That's not a bad 50-point character. I mean, the last three clicks are garbage, but, I mean, the first four are still... But oh. everyone's last three clicks are garbage. Yes. Uh, moving on from Tigra, who's next? Mockingbird. I can't not hear that song from Dumb and Dumber every time. <laughs> Ing, bird, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, anyway, um, she's I'm great. Actually, I actually didn't think... I don't think she's great. Oh, well, then you're right. I don't think I'm wrong. I just well, I don't. I wanted some. I don't. I wanted something different. I'm not sure what I wanted, but she's not as good as I was expecting. You wanted those like super super inexpensive ones that cost a lot of money, like, inexpensive points, but cost seventy dollars because they're in a Chaos War Fast Forces pack. That was Scarlet Witch, wasn't it? It was Scarlet Witch and oh, uh, Mockingbird. and Mockingbird. She didn't, she didn't go for the prices that Scarlet Witch went for. That's God, an exaggeration, no. but she wasn't easy to get. Um, she's all right. I'm not super impressed. I love her. 52 points. She's great. Shield team, lots of keywords. Uh, you know, the stealth and the sidestep and the willpower and quake if you need it and empower for shield uh, officers or agents. I think she's phenomenal. I love her. I can't. I don't have her yet, but she's common, so I hope to get her. It shouldn't be very difficult. I'm just, yeah, something about it, she just, I feel like she's hard to use and position properly. I don't know why. I don't know. I just think she is. <laughs> I guess because the, the need for adjacency with willpower? Yeah. Yeah, and, but again, and, if you're playing your own shield, you probably can get swarm action going there. Hmm. I guess. Well, that's probably true, especially with the upcoming set. And then the ability to push into, like, uh, 18 defense and close with uh, shape change if needed. I just think for 52 points, she's a really good economy figure, and I love the little sculpt. She looks cute. Uh, I do like the sculpt. I will agree on that. Uh, what about Machine Team? So you used him, right? He was good. He did well for me. I got a lot. I got lucky with the, my shape change rolls, which... Kept, kept, helped keep him in the game for two of the three rounds. He does uh, seem expensive, though, doesn't he? For a short dial, yeah, but he's got that front-loaded 
kind of, you know, um, that, that, that potential for five damage, and then he's got that kind of secret four range that no one expects. Like That's true. I don't know. Because he, he is another character who's good on every click, and then even at the end has potential to pulse wave to go out on a, on a high note, I think that he maybe would have been better at 70 points, but I think he's still really good. Now, did you have a chance to use his last click? No. The one time he died, I, he just got knocked right out, but... Um, I think no, it's the other games. He never got knocked off his first click. It's an interesting power, but I feel like it's never going to happen. Why not? Because once they hit you onto that, they're going to take you out. Well, I think like let's say someone was doing like well, what are typical damage values? Three, four, or five? And three so, is usually average. So if it's three, so either let's say it went right through, you're going to be on your second last click, and then the next time they hit you, you're dead. Or they have to deal with the invulnerability, and then they're slowly kind of knocking you down, and they still probably wouldn't get there. Yeah, I guess it's not in place necessarily to be a foolproof kind of game changer as much as it is a reason to make your next attack have to target and finish off a 75 point character as opposed to maybe going after my 160 point character which, true i just feel um, like that's yeah. where i feel like that's where the extra points were and i don't know if it was worth the extra points like he has such a short dial for 75 points i feel like Part of the problem with that, from a dollar generating perspective, is because they get this cool power, which I don't know if it's actually going to be that useful or helpful. Yeah, and, and you don't know, right? Like it could be that you get knocked into the perplex clicks, and really you're just kind of happy to be on click three with perplex. You might not even get much use out of the flurry. Um, you may end up pushing yourself to get to pulse wave later. Who knows, right? It's seventy five points. It's not a major focal point on the battlefield. Uh, it could end up being that this person just kind of gets left aside. Everyone goes, well, his pulse wave range is two. So I'm going to get out of the way and finish with more you know, pressing matters over on the side of the board. And Machine Team then just kind of has to work his way over the other side of the board to position again for that two-range pulse wave. I don't think people are going to – you know what? I, I agree. They'll either smack him and knock him out if they have the chance or they'll just kind of go, look, he's not a huge threat. I'm not worried about it. Yeah. Um, Ultron Drone. 50 points. Uh, which one? Yeah, the gold one. The one that's supposed to be from <laughs> Age of Ultron. Can we talk about all a little bit about how much of a problem I have with them calling this Age of Ultron? Because it has nothing to do with Age of Ultron? <laughs> yes. Well, not yeah. a, it, it's basically an Avengers set, but they want to tie it into the movie thematically, but they don't want to throw in Invisible Woman or Wolverine because they're not doing those anymore. Yeah, and even the Ultrons that they're doing aren't the Ultrons from the comic, which also he didn't do anything in the comic. No, he didn't. He shows up at the beginning and they go, oh no, we don't want to fight him like the last few times, so we're going to stop it. And the whole rest of the, the storyline is about them stopping it. So that, you know, they had that first Ultron that was a, a, a Space Knight, right? He was a Space Knight, like, downloaded Ultron. That's Is that version even in the set? That guy who was there for a few seconds at the beginning? I don't think so. I don't think so either, but then this guy is supposed to be the gold version from the cover of one of the early issues. Okay. Which he wasn't gold. No. Was he? Um, yeah, he might have been, actually. (laughs) But he might have been. But, again, this is a drone, too. It's not even him. That being said, it's a pretty cool drone. It's a really good drone, except I read it wrong. I was like, oh, God, I pulled him. It It was in one of the the figures I'm like i gotta use this guy look at him he can just amp up to like six damage so quickly and i'm like wait a minute it replaces his damage value yes so i was like okay i'm glad, I'm glad i didn't pick him i mean i think he's fine 50 points is fine um i'm much happier going with the 30 point drones and those guys are amazing 
I mean, it's pretty cool that eventually, like, after five turns, he could be doing a range, da a range attack for five damage for only 50 points. Yeah, and especially if he got knocked to his second click, then he needs to be penetrating and everything. That's mm -hmm. cool, and he has the ability to um, enhance other Ultrons again if he gets knocked down. So he's good um, for 50. I don't know, though. I Who's the other 50-point drone? From Is that the, the first... uh, from the first one or from this one? Yeah, I guess he would be number 15. Yeah. Yeah, I like him better. I like the sidestep plasticity combo. He's more useful and he's got a longer dial. Yeah. And he's not as situational in that way, but... I don't and know, he looks just like an Ultron, like a classic Ultron. Like yes, that. he does. Um, then we have the Ultron Spider Drone. I love this guy. I could not get one. Everyone was cl like just clamoring for them. They would either open them and not, not trade them, or they were trading for them. I couldn't get a hand on. I don't even know if he does. He apparently can play with Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah, it's a theme team. As long as he's, you know, he doesn't ruin a, sp a theme team as long as Spider Man's there. Why is that? Where are these guys from? I believe it's from the Superior Spider-Man AU kind of crossover with uh, Age of Ultron. Oh, really? Which so is he fought with, like, Doc Ock? Well, the Doc, so the Doc Ock Spider-Man basically hacked a bunch of his stuff and tried to take out Ultron at some point, but it oh, okay. didn't work out very well. It was a weird crossover because they wrote it like it was Peter because it was kind of before Superior happened. But it was coming out while Superior was happening. So then they made it as if Otto was the Spider-Man in Age of Ultron which was not really originally supposed to be the case. It's very confusing. Yeah. I that, don't know. I, I like the combo of Charge Flurry as well on this guy, but with two damage. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like he's he's got enough kind of fun little things that I enjoy him. Hmm. And I, okay. I like that he kind of works with Spider-Man, so... He looks really cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, then we've got... Who's next? Uh, Thor. Thor, right. I didn't see one opened, but I have looked at his dial, and I don't know how I feel about it. I... I mean, what point value would you play him on? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I feel like 100. Yeah, because 200 points... For phasing? Back in the day. Yeah, right? Back in the day, phasing and willpower was like, okay, well, as long as I have willpower, like Thanos, right? You had that uh, supernova Thanos, and you're like, well, you know, he can't compete against a guy like Super Surfer because he has the hypersonic. But, well, he has phasing, you see, so he can phase somewhere and he can attack the second turn without pushing because of, and that was like, wow, okay, great, that's, that's worth it. Nowadays, with the movement powers everywhere, and Thor has movement powers on every single other click, it does seem weird. Yes. Now, to spend 200 points to just move there. I do like that uh, Jane Foster comes along for the ride. What, like he can drop the pog whenever he wants? Well, once per game, he can give Thor give Thor a free action and place a Jane Foster bystander as described on this card into an adjacent square. And right. she's and she's a medic with willpower. So, but what do you do? Do you just drop her off after you, re you position on the phase teleport and try to block someone from shooting him? Is that what she is, a meat shield? Uh, you could, or, I mean, if you're worried about, you know, kind of positioning someone hitting you and then not being able to follow up the same way, then you could just have her heal you back up. Except that most of his defense is like 16, 17, 18, right? He does have high defenses. But, yeah. And she right. only has a 9, I guess. But So you're going for that 15 last click? To, like, it's not... Medics aren't what they once were, right? So No. But that'd be cool, though. Like, if you get knocked into that, like, last click, it's a great click, but you also don't want to stay there. So you would... You know, you sidestep with Jane. Well, actually, don't sidestep with Jane. But you do target someone. You do the penetrating damage from energy explosion. And then you have her heal you up. To click number seven, which is much worse. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's higher up. You might be better off. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I don't like this guy. 
he's just we've had a lot of Thors, and he's just kind of um, harder to position and play. Uh, the phasing is just a, an odd choice. I like. I, I'm not going to poo-poo a figure that demands to be played with more care and strategy, but with I mean, I just have the Fast Forces one sitting, you know, in my palm of my hand or whatever. I, I'm going to play that one. Absolutely. Please. I know he's point and click, and I know that's kind of for dummies, but this guy I might play in a friendly match or maybe bring him out. I don't know why you would. Uh, maybe bring him out for uh, the Avengers ID card, but again, yeah, 200 well, points, I don't think I'd ever play him. The 100 point one, though, is good. Yeah, it's fine. No super strength. Well, not to start. He only has one click of him. This click two. Charging and precision striking. That's, That's not really a Thor ran. thing, eh? No, not really, not at all. Actually, I don't think he's precisely done anything in his life. No. Um, now the, we got the uh, the Cap, who's basically supposed to be riding a motorcycle. The greatest Cap at sixty five points in this point range. He is the greatest. He is pretty awesome. Yes, he is. Being able to use the transporter and not having to modify your attack value is crazy. It would have been nice to give him a motorcycle, though, wouldn't it? We don't have a motorcycle cap. Uh, no? No, a double base motorcycle cap would have been nice. That would have been pretty sweet. That would have been but cool. Instead, at he's... least he has a different shield than the Fast Forces. Yeah, and I like that his dial is different. Like, having him with like a sidestep range combat expert, we don't usually see that. Mm. Um, so I like that. And I also like his uh, ability to have people take cover. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's buffing your defenses, he's giving you... He's PD. Yeah, so he's subtracting defense values for range attacks on opposing characters, he has your outwit, he's an excellent piece. Like, if you if you can squeeze him in, he's one of the best support pieces in the set. It's interesting to have one click of defense, though. Just one. Uh, I don't see that on here. Does he have a click of defense? He has his first click. Uh, oh, that first click, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it's part of the special power. I do like him, though. He's a lot of fun. He's different. And that's what we need. If we're going to have a character we've seen many times, make him feel different. Yeah, sure. And putting him on a, a theoretical uh, motorcycle makes him better. Uh, then we've got a 100-point yellow jacket. So many Hanks. Yeah, this is the worst one? I don't know if he's the worst one. Would you, is, is he 100-point worthy? Um, I probably wouldn't use him. Yeah, see? Without the ability of himself to shape change, um, yeah, yeah, I don't think it's worth it. If he could have gone like, um, what's her name? The other yellow jacket, uh, Rita Demara. Yeah, Rita. If he could have gone big or small on a whim, which he can do, then I would have been happy to pay 100 points for him. Although on his second yeah. click, he does get shape change. Yeah, and then he also has perplex, which is kind of nice to get his damage back up to three? <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah, you have to use it for something you don't want to use it for. But dueling cap if he wants to. Which no one would ever see coming. <laughs> no, but again, I want to be dueling capping with people like 75-point wasp or someone who's under 100 points. At 100 points, you're a secondary attacker. True. Uh, next up is uh, Scott Lang, Ant-Man. 60... Well, I mean, yeah, okay. Sorry, did you have more to say about Yellow Jacket? Is he better at 50, you think? Absolutely, he's better at 50. That's If you get him, you need to use him playing for that kind of perplex kind of sidestep carry with the flight I think he's, he's okay at 50 yeah plus that. he does have you know the, it's only a 9 attack but he could do a dual in cap and that's not a bad idea yeah again, and for 50, 50 uh, if I pull that off the 50 point figure I'm happy exactly and then he does have you know 3 damn. he's not going to get to click 2 or 3 let's be honest but <laughs> if he was it's yeah, not that's true although you could you could maybe um I don't know, sidestep into like a, into uh, hindering, 
push him, and now people can't target him. You could, or you could use him with... I saw a lot yesterday, or not yesterday, Thursday, Friday, whatever we played, um, where there's a lot of Pulse Wave on the, more, on the board with this set. There, you know, you've got the Ultron 6, and there's also the future Ultron is a Pulse Wave monster, so this one of the big strategies for that is if you cannot win it, you just put more than one guy in the field. Mm. Uh, so with my Ultron drones, I have no issue with that. My 30-point character takes a click, great. Now they're at a stronger click. And uh, all of this is to avoid my main attacker from getting hit for four Pulse Wave. If if Hank Pym happens to be in that field as well, you kind of throw him in there, he takes damage, and all of a sudden his defense and his damage are boosted. Um, so he could be, you know, on another click for, you know, not too much of a, a, a I don't know, an issue or too much damage to, to knock him out. But whatever. Okay, so Ant-Man. I really love Scott Lang. I think he's great, and he's a great team player. You love that arrow, don't you? I really do. I'm glad they pulled that off. They did a really good job of it. Like, because so many, like, this is kind of what we needed to see from people doing fastball specials that never quite worked in in clicks. They never worked. They were always way too esoteric or just, like, wordy. It was was too hard to figure it out. This is super simple. Yes. Like, it's not very difficult. It's just, you know, it's so easy, and now suddenly he's all over the board. I guess the advantage with this, though, is that the character is already able to make a range combat attack. It doesn't have to be someone like Peter who you've got to figure out a way to make him make a range combat attack that doesn't suck. Like, having a, a brick thrown object is really just the sort of thing you pull on someone to surprise them when they don't know you could... When they, know, they don't remember that rule. It's yeah. not something that people are like, oh, awesome, I've got the heavy object, now I'm going to get in a position to throw it. <laughs> so that was kind of the problem with Peter, but this works really well with any range attack as long as you share a keyword, so I think it... Like, I just want to put them together with Hawkeye and do it constantly. Yeah. Plus, I mean, he's got, he's got a wit, he's got a high defense, he's tiny, um, he's doing kind of everything that Ant-Man needs to do. He can ignore characters for movement, which is awesome. Which makes sense. So, I mean, yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with him. He's perfect. I would have liked to have given him, like, a little bit of in-cap on those one-damage clicks just to kind of give me some more options, but, yeah, he's cool. Uh, then we've got uh, War Machine. See any of this guy? No. No, okay. Well, people opened him. I have one because people have doubles. I got one kind of like the sculpt, but I will not use him in constructed. So Why is unless, that? Well, because he's 200 points and he's making the cardinal error in this era of game design or the, 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 what the, game, the spirit of the game is to not have the ability to ignore pushing damage. Ah. I guess that is kind of a problem. Yeah, for sure. Like, he can get swarmed so easily. And again, in a set like this, where you have tons of these Ultron drones that can all be granted willpower, just from being next to another character with Ultron in their name, like, that was a huge advantage for me. I had four characters, all of whom had willpower. Mm. Uh, I was able to out-action most of my opponents. If you have this guy 200 points, I'm going to base you with my 30-point figure, you're going to waste a turn killing them, and then I'm going to have you in my sights and blast you. Yeah. And all of a sudden, your, your values drop. After click four, you're into the nines for attack, into the 1615s for defense. True. Great. I do, but I do like his ability to kind of choose which standard attack power he's using. Everything about him is awesome, except for the lack of... I don't even need to have Indom. You know how I feel about the laziness of Indom. How about his first click? He has a white power that says he can use impervious and willpower. That's mm. it. Yeah. Fair enough. That I agree that is a, it, it does make him a little weaker in this day and age. It doesn't mean I'm never going to use him, but it does weaken his utility overall. 
especially if you're even considering typing his name into the quick search in a, in a you know a directory of hero clicks and you come across the prime from what was it two years ago now uh it's almost two years almost two years a year and a, yeah year and a half year and eight months seeing a prime who's what 60 how many points off is he uh i'd have to see the prime was two four, 245 see 45 points apart there's there's no contest um the figures are supposed to become more enticing as we create new versions of them. They don't always have to be amazingly better. You've got a Captain America who's 65 points. He's not better than the new Captain America from Avengers Assemble. He's different and is utile in a different way. That's what I want. Uh, let's move on to the new version of Power Man. Uh, so the, the kid who's also a martial artist. 60, yeah, I, think, I, I think he's better. Uh, yeah, he's 68 points and he's great. And I love his uh, his ability to gather strength from the spirits. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, he comes in for his exploit weakness. He can push and be knocked into decisive close combat expert. For, again, for under 70 points. And then, uh, as you mentioned, uh, as characters are KO'd, he gets the ability to kind of buff his stats. Okay. Awesome. That's exactly what you want in a character who's more likely to be a secondary or tertiary target. I'm not going to go after the 68-point figure. I'm going after the 150-point character. Absolutely. If, you're, if your lead attackers happen to get in some trouble, then he gets buffed as a result, and then he can do some big damage. So I like it. Now we've got Ultron 14. You said this is the one you used? Uh, I did use him on his drone form. Okay. Uh, again, I, if I ever have the chance, I usually play them at 30 points. I think they're incredible. Uh, with the damage reducers they have and the damage potential for 30 points is almost unparalleled. So... I played him in that mode, and uh, he never died. No, I don't think I lost him at all in any games. Even better. he's yeah. He is pretty good. I mean, as long as you're using with other Ultrons, you kind of need to. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. You need at least one other Ultron. If you have two, then you're gold. Uh, I don't have a lot more to say about him. Uh, Wonder cool sculpt. Yeah, very cool sculpt. Uh, then we got Wonder Man. No, no one pulled him. Huge disappointment to me. I want to at least see him. I want to pull him. I'm hoping to trade like figures. Like I play, I trade my um, high evolutionary for him. Really? Wow. Yeah, I love. First of all, I love Wonder Man. Second of all, I love the Kirby original costume. I love it. I think it's great. It's mm. just so of the era, but I, I do enjoy the design. I do and like that he, he plays well for both e- either the Masters yeah. of Evil or Avengers. Incredible dial both ways. He's so good. Would you ever have thought that you'd be able to say, "Man, that's an amazing Wonder Man"? I don't know. I mean, Hollywood's really good. And yeah. The Wonder Man from Chaos War wasn't terrible with his little jet boots and everything. And <laughs> I remember playing a lot of the veteran in his ionic form for Mutations and Monsters back in the day. Uh, sorry, Mutant Mayhem back in the day. Oh, yeah, of course. So I don't think he's been a terrible figure. Um, no. But this is beefy. This is great. He's a great member of the Masters of Evil for so cheap. Yeah. Like 65 yeah. points for that like is pretty good. And I would push him to death. And amazing that you have a figure at that point value for the Masters because they're almost always into the hundreds because of the stupid team ability, which I love. I don't think it's stupid. It's just it, it, it's overweighted, I think. I yeah. don't know a lot of people that have pushed through their entire dial successfully attacking. That's a thing, too. They really require attack rolls. And I am not a person who does well with that. So mm. as I, I mean, my mind control is a beautiful power, but it requires more rolling. And the more rolling you have to do complicates any strategy um, pushing to take unavoidable damage and hoping to land like you have to land that hit it's very big risk reward kind of old school hero clicks I love the pushing mechanic I, I think it's very sad that it doesn't really exist for half of the figures in the game anymore 
because um, you don't think about it, right? Like, oh, I don't have a second token on this guy, and it's my turn, so I'm going to use him. Mm. Back in the day, it was, how am I going to stagger my turn so that half my team is activating and the other half is resting? And if I need to, am I going to risk pushing this character? That's all out the window, except with Masters. Having said that, True. most of the time, when you push a Master, they're sitting on a nine attack anyway. They don't they don't stay beefy for a very long time. You know, I, I played uh, Grim Reaper, uh, like, last month or something in a fun game. Got wrecked. I didn't hit anything with that guy, and that's... Fair enough, that's my luck, but I, I don't think that the team ability has won any meta-level championships. I don't think it's been abused to the point where people are like, oh gosh, we got to make this jacked up in points. No. So it's nice to see 65 points of a usable master who won't take my team. You know, like most master's teams are like 300 points. I can fit two guys, maybe three on this team. True. This might change that. Uh, next up is Spectrum. I found myself a little disappointed by this. I think everyone says that this is like the lane rare that you pull and you're just hoping to trade with the nine-year-old kid who came that week yeah well it's just weird that she doesn't have you know next wave everyone's kind of disappointed about that yeah that is disappointing. um and she's she's received a power upgrade recently in the book that is mentioned in her trait uh mighty avengers so it just seems weird that she's just not that much better like as you said we need kind of different versions of characters and i feel like she's a little different but like in the bad way <laughs> Well, the last Monica we got, she also started with introductory phasing, I believe. And then you had to click her. Yeah, that sounds right. The next wave one from Giant Size X-Men had that. So it's interesting to see this character that's known for her light spectrum powers and her ability to do almost anything she can imagine being reinterpreted the same but worse. <laughs> yeah. I guess 77 points is not enough to break the bank, though. I think she's a good supportive piece. I think with her ability to carry you up for nine squares... She can hard to blast at range. She gives you a lot of options with supportive things like a power and enhancement. Um, she can she can push if she needs to. She gets the bonus from playing a mighty Avenger in terms of her her defense. I don't I don't think she's terrible as everyone thinks she is. I think she again she's not terrible. She's just I don't know. She, I found myself very underwhelmed, and part of that, and I realized this as we go through these dials, is that I really don't like first click phasing. No, I know it is a thing that used to be around a lot and now it is it, I'm not going to even say it I was going to say phased out um, it's not. it's been removed from the game for playability again the games have become faster dials shorter and games have been much faster less yeah. reliance on higher defense or, or um, Fantastic Four ATA or JSA when, or I guess Origin was that set wasn't it with the JSA kind yes. of blood where, where it was like getting Joaquin Thunder and 19 defense on everyone or getting Sue and 19 defense it's, it's moved away from that to you know, 11, 10 attack is the average, and they're just everyone's swatting each other. And this plus uh, Thor is a return to the old. I'm going to position, right? I'm going to move. I can move or attack. That is the basic rules of Heroclix. I will move now, and the next turn, I hope that I might get a chance to attack. Yeah, it's it. You know, it's moving away. It's moved away from that. So it is odd to see that. But I, I do. I like her probably more than anyone else at the venue. So I think I can get her pretty easily. I just I don't know. I like. I, I want to see what I can do with her. Yeah. Uh, next up is a 60-point jewel. Love her. Yeah, she's great. She's really good. And you can play her at 25 points. She's still great. Nice little sculpt on her. Very cute. Like, yeah, she's fantastic. Uh, no complaints. I'm glad that they made her again. It was kind of nice. And she fits well with the uh, the rest of uh, the Heroes for Hire. 
I like the Sinister one. I thought the Sinister one rookie was also pretty good. She was like a nine attack or something, but she had charge and she was I think fun. Super strength as well. Yeah, she was fine. This Absolutely. This one is better, but yeah, and I, 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 I like that they combined the two kind of eras of the character very successfully. Uh, is it wrong that I want to use Purple Man to make her into the uh, yeah, detective? Yes, yes, before you finish that, yes, it's wrong. <laughs> Only because it's, it's thematic. Yeah, uh, I don't think it's thematic. I think it is uh, canonical and disgusting. Well, that is, yes. Have you read uh, Alias? I should ask. I've, I've read uh, the first uh, story and I really enjoyed it. And uh, probably going to pick up the trade at one point. I think it's really good. I'm not going to hold on to yours anymore. I'll bring it to you when I see you, whatever, okay. in two weeks. But My beautiful omnibus. Yeah, I'm not going to take it on my trip either. That'd be stupid. But uh, I do. I did enjoy. it. I think it's written very well. It's uh, Christian Christian Gatos, right? Uh, yeah, Michael yeah. Gatos. Michael Gatos. Uh, next up is Presence. We're we're running out of time, so we're going to have to go a little bit faster. Um, we've got the Presence. I don't know who this is really, nor do I care. He's the father of Dark Star. Okay, I still don't care. The yeah, dial's he's... all right, but it's it again, like you said, it doesn't have. The ability to avoid pushing damage, which at 180 and not having a uh, kind of a low damage too, like yeah, that's a thing. Like for sealed, you want to have this guy's main attacker. If you uh, with his attack power, he's kind of like he's really hurt. Yeah, his, his damage is not good, and uh, I mean maybe you can get around that with his hypersonic. You can kind of go, I can't be a witty because you can't draw a line of fire to me, but. If someone's savvy enough and they get that Captain America on a motorcycle, <laughs> this Soviet radiation monster is gone. Um, yeah. and I, very creative powers. I like a lot of them, but I don't think he really gelled together into an end product. No. Uh, Al- Alkima, I love her. She's oh, fin- the, the, the second wife of uh, Ultron. Yeah, she's fantastic. Like, uh, let's see. 150 points. points indomitable, like a sidestep machine. Uh, she got four clicks of Psychic Blast to start with good damage values and good defensive values. Uh, the fact that um, uh, anyone who's friendly to her who is an Ultron uses Sidestep, their value becomes three instead of two, is insane. Which do you prefer, the 90 or the 150? I think I'd use the 150. Really? I think it's sealed the 90. Maybe I could figure out a way to support her 150, like put a Jocasta on her or something like that. I feel like at, one, at 150, she needs less support. I think that the 90, she's not quite quite self-sufficient enough. I love, well, she's a secondary attacker at 90, right? I don't like her as a primary 150. I like her as supporting someone else. Okay. Interesting. Uh, we got Ultron 6. Yeah, who I was talking about. He's he's a awesome, awesome figure. If uh, You can't outwit his defensive power, so really what he fears is Pensai and uh, Pulse Wave. Yeah. Uh, and his abilities that kind of ignore characters means you can't tie him up, and he can rejigger the board by flying over people. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's great. And again, being able to play him with a vision and, and instruct it will be awesome as well. And, uh, yeah, no, he, he's... They, they did a good job with the Ultrons. I don't think anyone needed this many of them. Like, I don't think anyone actually needed them all. They're not... I think about that today, actually. They're not Pokemon. Like, you don't need to collect them all, but I guess there is someone out there who will. No, and, and for those of us who don't need to collect them all, it's nice to have a smattering, like, they give you options. Yes. It's nice to be able to have an Ultron that you that people can actually obtain. It doesn't cost, what does the uh, Hammer Thor one cost now? It's still, like, 30 bucks or something ridiculous for it's that It's expensive, SR. yeah. Yeah, and, and, and then the older ones, the ones from Infinity Challenge, were, you know, useful in the most rare situations when you could set up a triple target energy explosion 
but he has not been a good figure in the game, and he's a really important Avengers villain, and he's been only more and more present in the universe, Marvel Universe, in the last five years. Mm-hmm. So it's good to finally have great versions of him. It is a bit much, you're right, but uh, I can't complain that much. I think that he's a good character. Uh, Giant Man, 158 points. I think he definitely needs to be played and constructed. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't think I would ever play him at 100 uh, I think I'd play him at 50, and I'd, I definitely would play him at 158, but not at 100. Mm. The lack of move and attack of the, is kind of what does it for me, or yeah, doesn't do it for he's, me. He's supposed to be played with Avengers so that he can move in, tie you up with shape change, and then make that attack for free. But outside of Constructed, you can't be sure that he's going to be able to do that. And no. At and 158, I feel it's sealed... It's too easy for him to get blasted with a pulse wave. That is true. He needs more support than a sealed tournament's going to give you. Yeah, and then if he ends up being a click five after four damage pulse wave, forget it. I could ignore you for a turn or two. You're so crappy. Right? Uh, we got a new Carol. Well, technically an older version of Carol. Yeah, isn't that weird? It's weird that her powers more reflect her her later, but we have like this kind of classic version of her. That being said, I'm glad to see it. It's kind of nice. Kind of, yeah. It's just it's a weird kind of regressive move as well. Just like I, I, it's not, not Wizkid's fault. This is a character that existed wearing these clothes at this time. But like the new Carol has, she's not a Miz anymore. She's not a, a female version of. She's Captain Marvel. She has this cool like commander's uniform. It's buttoned up to her collar now, and she's got a cool battle helmet, and she's got this reputation now, and she's just cool. And then you have, like, oh, by the way, in the Silver Age, she had panties and an open shirt. Like, yep. Great. Good to see the strides we've made, though, right, guys? Yeah. She's uh, a really good figure. She's excellent. I think she's a little overcosted, to be honest. Do you? And I feel like she's kind of, she's kind of samey. Like, she's not, doesn't feel very different. Hmm. She's all I right. Like her ability to absorb, like, energy. That's really cool. Yeah, but there are some limitations to it. Uh, who else uh, we got going on here? Iron uh, Man or Blue Marvel? Blue Marvel. Um, I still don't... Even though I've read, like, Mighty Avengers, I still don't know much about him. Black Superman. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, he's pretty good. He has his yeah. moments. He. It's interesting, because he has some weak spots on there, which are really, really weak. Glaring, like, click three? <laughs> yes. Uh, and, well, yeah, click three, and even click four, because... Then he's only got regen and toughness. But the ability to give adjacent from the character regeneration is crazy. Like, just cluster everyone around him so that they can do regen? Like, he's... I, I don't know how you use him, though. He's 230 points. He's very expensive. He's not really worth 230. He's worth more like a 200, maybe? Yeah, and that's what I'm, I'm looking at. That, that healing power, I'm like, at 230, I still don't even know if I want to... Like... And how many clicks do- does he have of two or less damage? Yeah, that's bad news, eh? With that one damage at the back, like no, thank you. That is the that is a ninth click worthy of two thousand and six. Like, can we not have that anymore? He really doesn't. I don't know if this was the junior team that made this guy, but he does feel like the old hodgepodge kind of like oh, Joker from Legacy. Like, don't know what you're gonna get. And like, is that really indicative of Blue Marvel? Is he Joker like? Does he change his mind? Is he Sentry, or is he a guy who's known for this indomitable spirit and yeah. crazy Met Dr. Manhattan powers? Like, I, I don't know him, but from when I read about him, I looked him up and stuff. I think yeah. he's more like Dr. Manhattan and should be cooler than this. I agree. Uh, Iron Man 2020, um, he's 
got a kind of a short dial for 202 points, but, but it's awesome firepower. But it's a very potent dial, and if he yes. kills someone, he's even more dangerous. He's hard to hit with that traded energy shield as well, so I think that's kind of worth keeping in mind. Keep him as far back as you can. Seven range is decent. And the ability to knock people away when he hits them with the yep. force blast mm-hmm. will keep them further away. Plus he's running like he can run in what six squares, then shoot for seven, so that's a big yeah. swing these days. And he's got the prob, so he can use it on his attack, and if he doesn't need it, he can use it on his uh, uh, allies when they're running up alongside him. I think he's I think he's a good candidate in sealed. Um I know people would say, like, well, what about click four and five, where he can't move anymore, and his attack is nine, and his damage could be two. And I'm like, uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> Try not to get hit. I don't don't, know. don't think about it. If you don't have any other options, I think he's fine. You still have 98 points to build something around him. Absolutely. Uh, and he's pushable, because he's, well, not pushable, he's got nominal. He doesn't have to, so which is nice. Is it technically true that they're still being pushed? They're just ignoring pushing damage? I think so. Okay, I think the two tokens is the term for pushing. Yes. So I think you were right the first time. Uh, then we've got Ultron from the future, the 270.1, which... The main ace. I don't know why he's so expensive. Well, because he's traded Impervious and um, Energy Shield. I guess so. Well, and I guess... And, and if he rolls Impervious, you take one damage. That's crazy. Yes. Now we're, now we're going, okay, wait a minute. Now I see why. <laughs> okay, I guess I see it. But I, Do you it think could... he's a good... Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead, please. you think he's a good candidate for one-man army and sealed? No. Hmm. He only has one target. But he's pulse webbing. He doesn't care. Yeah, I, I, I don't think he's enough. I think there's enough small characters in this set, especially that are that really work. That I feel like a big one man army without having a lot of targets is not a good idea. Because yes, you have pulse wave, but that's only reducing it to one damage each person. So you're slowly pinging a team when you yes. should be able to walk over them. Yes, that's true. At the same time, though, can they hit him? Maybe not. They can't shoot him because he's a nineteen, maybe twenty for the perplexed. And then they can't swarm him because he ignores characters and has sidestep. And then if they try to hit him and he rolls super senses, nothing happens. If he fails super senses, then he rolls impervious. That 30-point drone is now half dead. I don't know. I, I, I think his biggest weakness is um, Ultron 6 because he's, there's, those are rare and those are going to be on the board. And they deal 4 damage in Pulse Wave. And you're going to have a 17 against his 11 attack. And that guy can running shot for 4 and then has a range of 4. Yeah. So that guy beats you to the punch and knocks you to click 5. Which is a fine click. But you're halfway through your dial and you have like maybe one more character on the board. Mm-hmm. Whereas Ultron 6 maybe has 2 or even 3. And I think that that would be scary. But I think, you know, depending on polls... If you're one of those guys or girls who can maybe just have a glance around the room to see if anyone's shouting about Ultron 6, maybe you could play him and tough it out. I don't know. Now, his drone's pretty cool. Yeah, his drone's excellent. Oh, my goodness. His drone is better than him. Uh, Yeah, a little bit. Uh, Then there's uh, Ultron 18.2. I remember this this story. Yeah, so do I. He was not this good. No, but uh, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, yeah. The, the figure is really, really good. Like, being able to... Like, his mind control is kind of cool. Uh, the fact that he's, you know, he's... He's just... I don't think there's anything wrong with him. He's he's very strong. I think he's stronger than the future Ultron. Like, he can run and take a good shot at him and have a good chance of hitting him. Mm. And now you're weak against this 180-point character who's like 100 points less. Well, chances are this guy's going to get first shot on the future Ultron. Unfortunately, future Ultron will have a 19, though. Yeah, Future Ultron probably a good the first hit, but 
this guy could be if he can knock future Ultron out of his pulse web clicks, then and you have one drone on your team, this guy gets a second wind. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, and plus this guy does have shape change. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, again, if he's getting pulse web by future Ultron, oh, it won't matter. You're right. But even if he takes what four, he ends up on on like hypersonic. So suddenly that energy shield deflection is not a factor. And he's precision strike, so at least he's going to make sure to hurt well, someone. Yeah, that's interesting, right? Because you'll get the one, because he can't reduce it below one, but then he can still roll, or she, I guess whoever's playing the Ultron Future. Ultron Future can still roll the D6 for uh, Impervious, so you can oh, still true. do the unavoidable back. Dirty stuff, eh? It's interesting. It is kind of dirty. That's cool. And then I, 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 like the, I like the variety. Isn't it crazy that we have the variety that we do with Ultrons that we never have? I don't think we needed it, but it's nice <laughs> that it exists. Well, we don't. Like... And you're never gonna. You don't usually see, except for like one storyline. You don't usually see the different iterations of Ultron even interacting. No, and I, I, I don't know. And this one is not a storyline that anyone needs to read. The figure's better than the story. Speak. Uh, that, that's true. Uh, and then we have the Ultron from Age of Ultron, which we it's never. Not a, it was just not Ultron from Age of Ultron. No. Which is a cover. Yes. This is the Iron Pharaoh of the set. Do you like it? It's a really good dial. I saw the sculpt, I think, someone posted it on our Facebook group, and the, the sculpt is ginormous, which I don't like. I don't understand that, but um, the dial's great. I think his drone's awesome. I like that he has that uh, that um, regeneration power at the end, that if you fail on a one or two, now he can use Flurry or Pulse Wave as a free action. Yeah, that's good. That's, like, thank goodness. Like, for 250 points, it sucks to miss on a regen roll, so at least now you can still do something, which you usually can't do. That should be all figures, like, uh, regeneration, right? Roll it. If you roll a one or a two, choose a different action. Yeah. <laughs> right? That would be nice. Like, the idea, we've already had people complaining for years, like, no one who can regenerate fails in their regeneration. It's, a, it's That's what regeneration is. It's Wolverine never goes, thing. man, that bullet's still in me. Yeah, and he's like, I tried. Like, I took an action to try to heal. I don't know what that does. Like, Wolverine just, like, really flexed really hard or something. <laughs> and I failed it. Curses. Like, well, if you're going to have the mechanic like that, then then you should give us something else we can do then. I tried to regenerate. Apparently, I can't do that. I'm going to use my tail as the lizard. I'm going to tail up you. How about that? Yep. That's uh, nice. Last up, High Evolutionary. Beast Garbage. No, I mean, his, his, per- his triple perplex. Very cool. Right? He uses Perplex, actions resolve, then he rolls 2d6, and something else happens. That's very random, so that doesn't necessarily work maybe the way you want it to every time. And then he doesn't get good until click 4, which I think we were talking you know, before. He's He operates like he does in the comics, but maybe he could operate the way he does in the comics for one activation click rather than three activation clicks. Yeah, it is a little weird that he has so many. Yeah. But I guess, I, it, I don't know, it, it changes the complexion of the game, too. Like, he's kind of well, do, sure. he's doing what he wants to do, and it's kind of, you're, you're leaving it up to your opponent when they want to face high, high evolutionary, which is both good and bad. Yeah, because he's doing what he wants to do on your dime. You paid 150 points for his services, and he's decided to not do it until four clicks in. As an opponent, I'm going to let him be for the end of the game to the end of the game and then I'm going to decide how I want to deal with him like he's seven range and he moves on his own like on his feet if yeah. you want to go in a bush and take advantage of your stealth I'll walk over here and you can move four squares out and hopefully maybe outwit something one that day. being said he is also creating high, uh, the Knights of Wondergore who have what power for movement <laughs> they have leap the climb. worst power in the game if they gave them no power for, for movement they'd be better aww 
<laughs> well, once he does kind of, you know, Hulk up, he is pretty great. Yeah, but he lots of movement attack abilities on that first click of his kind of activation. Which is true for a lot of these characters that kind of activate into these awesome dials. They kind of end up in the spot where it's not that great. I don't know. A lot of them are really good. Not like, all of them. Like wise Eh. Like the Hulk and everything? Like when well, they the Hulk, them, yeah. They're pretty good. I don't know. I think that he's, again, feels way too much like Mutations and Monsters. Yes. But worse. Because in the Mutations and Monsters era, he was... He was he was more of a threat because people's dials weren't as beefy and full of defense powers as they were now. And this guy, 150 points, half your team. It's certainly not a sealed figure because he isn't available. But I don't know. A perplex that's cool but not dependable. And Knights of Wondergore that grant your opponent 15 points for hitting them. Uh, it's like you know the the veteran Hulk who had like three activation clicks. Remember that he had oh, like, yeah. nothing, and then you hit him, and he got toughness. And you hit him again, and he still had toughness, but his stats were slightly better. And you hit him again, and then finally he gets into invulnerability. And you're like, here we go. Now we got something. And finally, toward the ends of his dial, he gets like 11 attack and 5 damage. And that was an Infinity Challenge. And you thought, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm the strongest person in the world now. That doesn't fly anymore. This slow-creeping energy. I remember when uh, Ultimates came out, and Bruce Banner went from Banner to Ultimate Hulk in one click. And we're like, the future is here. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is retrograde. This is a step backwards. I don't find him useful, so I'm I have him for trade. Such a disappointment. I liked Graviton quite a bit, and I loved uh, Grandmaster. So I hope that the the, the LEs are not going to start going in, down this road, and Kang will end up being a guy who sits on his throne. <laughs> well, I, I hope Kang is amazing. Yeah, because you know the last Kang that we got. Started with phasing. Did he? Yep. I don't phasing re- or nothing. I don't remember the last Kang very well. Chaos War, super rare. Oh yeah. Yeah, he wasn't. There he is. Phase teleport. Yeah, and that's the my least favorite power. <laughs> I think that's why I never used him, and he's not bad. Well, his style's short for what he's doing, right? His defense drops quickly. And again, this is Chaos War when WizKids are trying to find its feet with the new kind of... Alright, so let's just pretend that doesn't exist and go back for a minute to Supernova and enjoy that veteran. The veteran? Yeah. Um, yeah. Or, or the rookie. See, even this veteran... Yeah, the rookie was excellent. 87 points or whatever it was. 87 uh, points for a guy who ends up with 12 attack? No, that being said, he's not going to do anything on that click, but... Would you rather pay 199 points for... Here's the game. Would you rather play 199 points for this Kang, the Conqueror veteran, who only has two clicks of running shot, but starts with 13 attack, 18 defense, and a potential for 19 with that perplex? Or yes. would you rather play the new War Machine? Uh, uh, on a one-on-one battle, or in, <laughs> on your team? Do you decide your parameters. Well, because Kang is a better team player... Because he has three targets, and that's kind of what makes him really attractive. That's good for a team. Well, I'm, sorry, not Aren't for multiple a... targets. Good for one man. Sorry, I meant good if you're up against the team. Oh, as opposed, okay, whereas because War Machine is is well, they both have three, so let's just pretend that's even. Okay, that's equal. Okay, um, I like this guy more. Yeah, you like this guy more than a machine. He, that's he, that's a strike against War Machine. He fa- he falls apart at the very end, but really sure. up until then, he still has a lot going for him. Let's see how many clicks it takes War Machine to equal the same defense, though. There it is click seven. War Machine gets seven fifteen defense. So I mean, Kang beats him to fifteen. 
Yes, he does. They both, get, they both get some crappy defensive values. And Kang has nine clicks, and this guy has eight clicks. Yeah. You can hear me doing it now. Here we go. I can That's hear you uh, clicking your dial. And Kang has a really sweet scope, and Rhodey has a really sweet scope, but it's, what is this, 2000, is this is 2006 award? That's uh, super, no, 2000... It was 2006. Six? Yeah. Six sounds about right. Yes. Uh, winter 2006, so, I mean, that's a long time ago. Because it's nine years ago? <laughs> to have a figure that you're like, eh, I think I'd rather take this guy. Like, <laughs> you shouldn't have to do that with no. a new war machine. He doesn't have a card. He doesn't have an Oreo base. No. He's got nothing. He's got that flight stand. <laughs> Yours doesn't. And, no, mine doesn't. Took that sucker off. Ends with an eight attack. Rhodey almost ends with an eight, I know, but they don't quite get there. Anyway. It's interesting that the um, the Supernova Rookie Kang, 87 points, d- does not end with an eight attack. Ends with a nine. I love that figure. With the Master's Evil and that change, he could just push through that with his, and, and his energy explosion. Like, he got better with time. He aged like a wine. Yeah. Because his energy explosion got buffed, and uh, Force Blast got buffed. And so did uh, Masters. Mm-hmm. Like, everything about him is really cool now. It's interesting. If you look at E. Kang from Supernova, it's much more comparable to the Chaos War Kang. They both start with the phasing. He's in there and looks around. Hey, guys. <laughs> Kinda, yeah. I do like Chaos War's ability to reset the timeline. That's neat, but not what you really want to do with the guy who's supposed to be shooting everyone. You don't want to spend time giving power actions. I feel like nowadays that would be a free action. So which Kang are we getting? Are we getting, like, the Kang who took over the world? In, in Kurt Busiek's run, is that the Kang you think we're going to get? Oh, um, the, um, the Kang War Kang? Yes. Or do you think we're going to get the Kang who's helping, quote-unquote, helping the the um, the Uncanny Avengers, yeah. the Avengers run? I, I would assume they're going to do the newer one, because, you know, the last Red Skull we got was Remender's Red True. Skull. So I just want him to be up. good. I really want an awesome Kang. I want people to fear Kang. I think we've had that several times, though. When they come out, they are feared. And Kang and Mortis and Doom is still good. I um, wasn't a big fan. But back in the day of, like, a 990-point veteran Infinity Challenge, 13-attack Pulse Wave Kang, he was he was, he was was fearsome. And then Supernova was excellent. And uh, I think he's been pretty... He's had a good track record in his own era. Yeah. I don't think they, they are consistently, like, persistently good over time. Any, I, I hope so as well, though. I think he's good. Yeah, for sure. Any final thoughts? On the set, I think the second wave is much more interesting than the first one, at least for Sealed. Um, I love that there's a Hercules, essentially, in both. There's a rare powerhouse Avenger in both sets. So you've got uh, or waves. You've got uh, Hercules and then Wonder Man. Um, I, you know, those, those freaking... IG cards that I adore and I'm trying to collect them all didn't see I, we got like two in all the boosters we opened so I know whatever's left has tons of those ID cards um, I, I don't know how to get that Wonder Man ID card but I'm really hoping to get it granting everyone in, in, in what is it Invincible mm-hmm. so good um, I'm enjoying this event I didn't enjoy Fear Itself I didn't enjoy War of Light so that's good, but we already pointed out that this is not really based on any particular story, which is super crummy. Yeah. It's a, it was a weird choice for an event. And I'm feeling that kind of fatigue that everyone else is talking about. I do enjoy the Avengers universe, and I do enjoy um, getting deeper, a little deeper into it. I still think that making LEs of some of these hard-to-find characters, like Graviton, no one knows who he is. And there's one other version of him in the game and then you can get an LE if you're lucky like that's kind of crappy like why could we not have Graviton in sets 
and have fewer Ultrons or yeah. have fewer Captain Americas. Especially, yeah, I, I agree. Graviton and Kang are both like marquee characters. They're big. They they have had big you know kind of Avengers appearances as villains. Why are they relegated to LEs? Yeah, yeah. It's I don't understand it. I don't really like that about it. I also wish that this set had been more heavily geared towards filling out the Masters of Evil. I really thought that was going to be the case. I'm like, oh, we're going to get Age of Ultron, and we already know that Kang is up on you know for one of the LEs, and we know that Graviton is one of the LEs. Clearly, there's going to be a sub theme of villains in this set. And you're like, yeah, we got Grim Reaper. And Yay! Wonder, and he's like, okay. And then you're like, oh, well, we got Immortus with Avengers Assemble. So maybe this is just like kind of the summer of the Masters of Evil. And you're like, well, we got uh, what's uh, Buck- Hawkeye, Hawkeye's brother. Oh, Trickshot. Trickshot. You're like, okay, it's, he's not really Master, but he's got the team. I mean, it's, it feels like they're not focusing enough on that team, and I really, really love that team. Although we will have Hydra soon which is great with Nick Fury's set coming out. That's pretty exciting. And that will, we'll talk about that on a future episode, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. All right, thanks, Nate, for uh, completing our coverage of the Age of Ultron set. Cool. Thank you for having me. 